Blog Talk Radio. Ten years ago, a crack commando unit was sent to prison by a military court for a crime they didn't commit. These men promptly escaped from maximum security stockade to the Los Angeles underground. Today, still wanted by the government, they survive as soldiers of fortune. If you have a problem, if no one else can help, and if you can find them, maybe you can hire... LCSHockey.com. LCS is recorded in front of absolutely no audience. All right, Mike Dell, are you there? Larry, I'm here, Larry. What's up, man? Yeah. Is it Thanksgiving? It is. You know, because I was thinking about this earlier, to which, you know, like, you always see, like, uh, like Hallmark always has, like, their... Christmas in July bullshit, and stores always have Christmas in July sales. Well, if if Christmas is in July, then fucking Thanksgiving has to be in June, and that just means I'm going to eat more. So, yeah, it is Thanksgiving. That means I'm just going to pack on more pounds in the month of June. I ain't scared. I think I'm going to eat sweet potatoes. I don't know, man. Probably 260. Are you going to – is it time for that weight loss thing at work? The annual weight loss program? No, because nobody's at work. There's not that many oh, people that come to work, yeah. so people would just be cheating at home and shit. All right. Man. Well, uh, Larry, we have, uh, I guess, no guest, or do we have a surprise guest? I think so. I think so. I don't know right, for be- sure, but there's a weird number on before the line, you bring I can on- only assume. Before we bring on the surprise guest, let me just say later on in the show we'll be discussing Death Race 2000, 1975. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Pretty spectacular. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. It's pretty <sighs> awesome. So We'll be talking about that later. But for now, Larry, yeah, bring on our, our special guest. Let's see if he's here. In the 404 area code, is this yep. Frenchie? It's it's the same number as it was however many years ago is the last time we talked. Uh, it's our own buddy Frenchie. Yeah. yeah How are you? It's been, a, it's been a long time. Doing doing fine. I mean, I'm on the West Coast now. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I saw you, you, you took offense to the – I guess we were making fun of the Kraken, were we? Yeah, don't make fun of the Kraken. Why would you make fun of the Kraken? Yeah. First of all, the Kraken is more terrifying than the Thrashers. So see, I'm I'm upgrading in life. That is yeah, true. For those yeah, who don't we... remember, our, our buddy Frenchie, uh, he used to take photos for the uh, LCS hockey, and we put his photos up on the website. And then he used to call the radio show. He was a big Atlanta Thrashers fan. Ilya Kovalchuk 
was your favorite guy, That's right? That's right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and uh, what, do you say Kovalchuk or Kovalchuk? I always said Kovalchuk. Co- yeah, I always said Kovalchuk, Kovalchuk, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, and pretty much, uh, yeah, I, I have no idea last time we talked, but uh, I mean, after Kovalchuk left, you know, the Thrashers, uh, it, you know, a little bit of hockey died inside me, and I, that lockout season, whatever it was, 2010, 2011, something, that was kind of the I end of remember. it for me. I, and, you know, I, so, you know, I, I got kids, I got, uh, you know, real job and stuff, so um, I've, wow, I've watched very little hockey over the last 10 years. <laughs> Um, do. pretty much it's showing up a real for job. a little bit of playoff. Yeah. So what, what are you doing know, yeah, these days in, as a job? Oh, I'm, I'm actually doing my dream job. I'm, I'm building rockets. Rockets? You're building rockets? Yes. I'm building rockets oh. for Jeff Bezos. For Jeff Bezos? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. wow. All right. That is, that, that is a real job. Yeah. I, yeah. It's it's called Blue Origin. Um, we are we are a little behind SpaceX, but um, we'll get there. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Wow, Frenchie, I never knew your dream job was to build rockets for Jeff Bezos. I yeah, I was that. doing rocket stuff when I was in college back in Atlanta, just you know, huh. in my huh. little lab. So, oh, are you in like California now? Or are you in California? No, I'm, I'm in Seattle. Oh, that's why you're. Oh, I figured that's why you were gonna go with the Kraken, but you know, some people just like to jump on the new team. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I feel oh. like uh, I need I need the local team to get to get attached to it. But yeah, and the Kraken and so, sorry, my my kids are turning around. Yeah, I hear all the kids. How many kids do you have? It sounds like thirty. You have thirty children. Yeah, well, I only have two, but then the the neighbor the neighbor kids uh, always end up in our front yard. So, ah, uh, I see. Uh, how how old are the kids? Kids are six and three. You know, it's all for the kids, right? That's what LCS is all about. Yeah, <laughs> it's all, all about the kids. The kids. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Now, did you name them Kobe, Chuck, and Hosa? <laughs> no, I didn't. The two two girls, two girls. Oh, oh. So they they have been on a nice range, but uh, I don't know if uh, if there's gonna be uh, if they're gonna be uh, promising hockey players. I think soccer might be more in oh. their uh, in their gene. Maybe they can build rockets. Well, that, that too. Huh? Do, you, but, do you think uh, it's gonna be like a Fantastic Four been? situation? Are you going to get on a rocket, like be bombarded with cosmic rays, and then get superpowers? Uh, yeah, I don't know if I'm if I'm going to be on the rocket. I'll just be building yeah. it. But uh, all right. Fair enough. But uh, how 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 you guys have been? Nothing uh, changed. Well, Frenchie. Yeah. Well, you've gone off, moved across the country, have your dream job, raising a family, two children. Nothing has changed for us. <laughs> Nope. <laughs> We're still doing the same crap. <laughs> same bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, I honestly, I, so I listened to like last week's episode, and I don't know. Mm-hmm. I thought it was still funny. Well, thank you. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you're you caught guys, up now. You guys, you guys still got it. 
well, well, Frenchie, look on the bright side, Frenchie. You've only missed about oh four hundred or so shows you can catch up on over the weekend. <laughs> you know? but yeah, yeah. If you listen to the last week's podcast that I I've yet to listen to. Yeah, I, but, I, um, I can't remember the last time you, you called the show. I, I think I was still married back when you called the show, so we're looking at at least ten years. Yeah, so, no, it must, it must be, it must be, it must be at least. I, I'd say it was probably yeah, like two thousand nine or something. I would say yeah, ten or twelve years. Oh, yeah, that's, that's yeah. yeah. Time goes quick. But, <laughs> it does. Um, but I, 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 I heard that uh, Yed was still alive, so that's good. Yeah. That's right. Yed, Yed is still alive. Quintuple bypass surgery and everything, but he's still alive. Yeah. How about that? Um, I think uh, I, I, when you used to call the show, was Jim Ivino still on the show when you called? Because <laughs> he hasn't been on the show in a long time. Remember Jim Ivino? Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, I remember him. Um, yeah. And um, yeah, no, it, yeah, it was just, uh, definitely it seems uh, uh, a long time ago, but uh, but no, like I said, uh, you know, I, I had fun listening to to the show last week, so you know, you guys keep uh, keep up the good work. <laughs> Thanks, yes, man. Good work. Um, we appreciate it. Um, now, are, yeah, are are you really excited for the Kraken? Are you legit excited to watch the Kraken? So I, I literally just just like join the Kraken subreddit because I just noticed that this was like the lottery <laughs> draft. And so this is time to start paying attention. I guess they have Ron Francis as their GM, so that, that's a good yes. start. Oh, I like that. Yeah, it is a good start. Yeah. Whaler spirit right there. Yep. Yep. And um, they should have a lot, there but, should be a lot of good players available in the draft. When is the this? expansion draft? Yeah. I don't know. So they, they have, a, they have a mock expansion graph on, on, on Reddit, and I looked at the names. And granted, I've not been following Austin the last 10 years, but I didn't recognize any yeah. of the names. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I'm not watching well, it either. There should be a few. They probably won't be good as, as good I, as the, the Knights were, but they should have a few good players, I would think. I, I think I think I only knew I only knew the goalies. I guess basically, as you know, just like the Knights got flurries, but like yeah. Yeah, we're gonna get a decent goalie. Yeah. But other than that, um, we'll see. I mean, but again, it can be worse than the Thrashers. I mean, like you know, I lived through yeah. the Thrashers. It was that was bad. That was very bad. <laughs> the Thrashers. But the Thrashers got good. Like you know, they had some hell, some really good players. Mark Savard and uh, Hosa Kovalchuk. Uh, Danny Heatley was there for a while, right? So, yeah, you, guys I, you know, I, yeah, and we we had a you know our high point was being swept by the Rangers in the first round. So you know, <laughs> didn't get any right. better than that. Freaking well, Rangers. The Penguins so. aren't getting swept, but uh, they're not getting out of the first round either anymore. <laughs> yeah, that happens. Yeah, yeah. but um, oh. yeah, no, I mean. Uh, yeah, I don't know if I'll if I'll follow hockey too much. I mean, I don't really have like cable TV, so like I just pirate things of the internet when I want to watch some <laughs> sports. Um, Pirating of the internet. I, I I just checked. Like I think the for the Kraken, like for the first season, they only have everything is like season tickets. They only have like five or six hundred like single game tickets for each game. So given the uh, 
the amount of rich people around here, uh, I assume it's going to be extremely difficult to go see a game in person, but we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's Frazier, man. Did you learn your name? It's Frazier, baby. <laughs> no, one, no one likes Frazier in Seattle, right? Uh, but Frenchie, uh, what do you think about the name of the Kraken? Or do you because I think that's a terrible name. But you, you seem no, I heard you. I heard you say that. I heard you say that. I don't understand. No, I think it's it's good. I think it's everyone. It's all the kids at it's school. Fit. All yeah. the kids at school are going to call them the butt cracking, the Seattle butt cracking. They're going to make fun of them. <laughs> Again, if you go to, if you go look at the Kraken subreddit, they on the on the right hand side, like you know, they have those like rules for like the subreddit. It's like uh, <laughs> yeah, crackhead. Some crackhead and something are like you know derogatory terms. Please don't use. <laughs> Please don't use these derogatory terms. Phil McCracken. Whenever you have a team nickname and you have to request people to not make fun of it, that's a bad sign. It's a very bad sign. <laughs> that's, that's, uh, I guess. I guess. But the 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 logo is pretty nice. I don't know. I think I think it'll work. Yeah. Yeah. The NHL doesn't need another team, but you know, congrats. Yeah, and uh, I mean, I guess you know the only other team I've been. I mean, you know, I was happy when Ovechkin got it, got his cup, um, got his cup. Um, I mean, you know, I, I still kind of follow a little bit the Canadians, so that's there. Oh, they're up, they're up again tonight, I think. Um, oh, nice. Against you know, yeah, the they're having a hell of a run. With Jets. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah. No, it's been, uh, you know, life without the the NHL is, is okay. Yes, it is. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, really but, is. French, you, I, I almost didn't even think of that. The Jets were the thrasher. So do you, like, hate the yeah. Jets, or do you have, like, okay. <laughs> I, don't, I mean, I, I don't yes. know if I hate them, but I, 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 I could care less about them, you know. I still sense a deep passion for the thrashers, though. Like, you still have that love for the thrash. Yes, like, I do. I actually and because 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 I just like introduced myself actually to that uh, crack and subreddit. I, I I was looking back at some of the thrasher stuff because I, I wanted to get like my my dates right into what I was doing, and I was looking back at some of the stuff like like the draft that when I went to like that uh, rally draft in like 2004. Um, okay. The, wow. the thrashers out of their like nine or ten pick, not uh, like the the best they got was like 80 games from like Boris Valadek. <laughs> oh yeah. I remember oh, that no, guy. None of, none of the other, none of the other guys ever played an NHL game pretty much. Like so they were, it could they be like one of the worst guys. drafts ever. <laughs> yeah. That's rough. Boris Valadek. Wasn't, wasn't he a big defenseman? Boris Valadek? Yeah. 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 It was like, uh, it was like Chara, but bigger. Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> Nowhere near as good. <laughs> but yeah. Unfortunately, he could skate. <laughs> well, that's the problem. Like, how old is <laughs> Big Chara? Chara who can skate. Uh, 41, I think. He's going to turn 41. God damn. That's weak. What is he, Chris Chelios? Yeah, I just, I just turned 41, and, you know. Oh, it's, look at you, Frenchie. It's not a pleasant age. I'm 46. Larry's about to turn 53, which is crazy. <laughs> no, Ooh. 57. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. So uh, I don't know. Well, good. I still have a little bit of good luck to the crack, but not not a lot. 
<laughs> you got a little bit the, of hair. All the cool kids. Yeah. All the cool kids yeah. just shave their head, Frenchie. Just shave the head. Yeah, I shave my head. So what else is going on, Frenchie? Um, what else? Um, yeah, I'm, you know, while surviving through the whole COVID thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's good. So that, that's been fun. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, really, really, I don't know if you guys have ever been to, to Seattle, but it's, it's, it's really nice. Uh, I never have. I have not. I've, yeah. I have an uncle who lives up there now. He moved, uh, Larry, my uncle, he used to live in Virginia and then Wisconsin. Now he's in Seattle. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Yeah. So come, come see a Kraken's game. Yeah. Yeah. You should go see a Kraken (laughs) Kraken game. Right, um, because I, I, right, we, we never met in person, right? I think we, we got close one time. No. Um, really? At the draft or something? That, or? I don't Or I think somehow I was, I got like, I thought at some point I, I went through, I was in like, I don't know, I was kind of close to you guys. Because you're, 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 you're close to Pittsburgh, right? Yes. Yeah, I don't we're, know. We're about 45 minutes south of Pittsburgh. Yeah. South I thought I west. remember that, that one time I, I considered um, uh, maybe organizing. Anyway. But um, You probably almost met Jim Ivino because he, he seems sociable. But I doubt if I would have left the house. <laughs> but I don't yeah, that's you know. true. That's he, true. He probably that's got true. close to Jim Ivino. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I, I, don't I heard that you're anywhere you're, near. Yeah, I heard that your yeah, strategy is not get the vaccine so that you, you can keep people away from you. <laughs> yes, stay the <laughs> fuck away from me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, please, everyone stay away from me. <laughs> I beg of you. Yeah, who knows what diseases I have. Stay away from me. <laughs> so, uh, Frankie, uh, what do you and the uh, family like to do? Uh, you and the kids, what kind of... Uh, do they like uh, TV? Do you guys watch the TV? Oh, you, you say you don't have cable. <laughs> so what do you do with the kids? Do yeah. <laughs> Actually, uh, that my six-year-old is like a crazy reader. Uh, we start doing oh, nice. a little bit more uh, video games. Um, oh. I'm actually snatch a PlayStation 5 at some point during the 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 COVID, um, and we've been they 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 are getting better at it. Um, so they like the, I, the I, Lego I play. superheroes game. Um, yeah, oh yeah, my nephew. Too bad. Yeah. And they can play together. I got the nice. uh, I got the PlayStation Four there, Frenchie, and uh, I was uh, playing some Chelly again the other night for the first time in a while. Just wrecking kids online. So keep your little kids <laughs> off on, off the online NHL, <laughs> or they'll get destroyed. <laughs> nice. <laughs> but if you. Do you ever play the hockey games on there? Uh, no, I think the last time I played a hockey game, uh, you know, was like on the Sega Mega Drive in like 1996. Wow. Yeah, um, you definitely don't want to get yeah. online. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I, I'm, I'm pretty, I'm, I'm not very good myself, so going online is just a recipe for getting your, your ass whipped. Yeah. <laughs> Now, uh, the little girls when they're playing the Lego superhero games, I'm, 
are these Marvel superhero games or DC? Yes. Is... No, no, no. Oh yeah, no. yeah, Marvel. I, uh, be. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, I mean DC. Come on now. Exactly. You guys, you guys, uh, I hope I hope uh, among your bad bad movie review, you guys covered the five hour Justice League. I trust the fuck. Larry loved it. I loved it. <laughs> Larry loved it. <laughs> wow, what did you love about it, Larry? I just, well, I mean, I like the other version of Justice League, so this was just more of the same. Minus that Celtic song that those girls sing when Aquaman's around, which I didn't understand, <laughs> but uh, I really enjoyed that movie. But I also like the Suicide Squad. I like Batman versus Superman, so I, I like the DC <laughs> movies. All right, all right. I think the uh, yes, yeah, Suicide yeah. Squad was pretty good. I think we the what? the Harley Quinn movie. I thought we enjoyed. Oh yeah, the Birds of Prey. Yeah, that was very good. Yeah. Yep. That was a very good one. <laughs> I, I yeah, there, I I don't like I didn't like the new Wonder Woman. I thought it was pretty shitty. Um, but for the most part, I, I like the Zack Snyder movies. I don't care. I ain't afraid. <laughs> <laughs> Heart wants with the heart once, Frenchy. Sorry, what did you say? The heart wants with the heart once. Hey, hey, Frenchy, I'm also doing doing another podcast about comic books. You can listen to that one, too. Flea Market Fan, all about comics. Yeah, I can see my girls getting into comic books because they love the superhero stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah. You, you you read on you read you read on paper or do you do you electronic? Uh, <clears throat> well, usually uh, the, the show focuses on comics from the seventies and eighties uh, okay. when we were kids. So uh, yeah, we just read the digital copies. But uh, I have a bunch of them though from when I was a kid. Okay. Yeah, sounds, sounds like mad. sounds like the kids are getting into a prison riot. Yes. Yeah, they're kind of rolling on the grass. I don't quite know what's going on, but it's it's good. They get the energy good. out. It's good. Yeah. At least they'll go to sleep early. Yeah, exactly. Although yeah. I, we did say we could maybe watch a movie tonight. We might watch um, that uh, Pixar Onwards movie. I don't know what that is. I don't know what that is. Last year. I don't know, it's like the Pixar from last year or something. Yeah, okay. Are you gonna are you gonna stream that illegally? No, I'm gonna stream <laughs> that illegally. Yeah, okay, all right. The problem like the sports the sports stuff is like how do you even watch like every time I look it's like, Oh, you can subscribe to that but then it's like blackout if that and then you know, if you if you subscribe to one, you only get half of the games. Blah blah blah. I mean, it's kind of a mess. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I guess uh, it's what that NHL center ice is that what you have to do, or I don't know. But, but NHL center ice, no do they do do they do playoff? I think so. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. No, uh, well, maybe. No idea. Um, I think of since this, you know since this is a new show, like should we discuss uh, when Gretzky like being hired for big bucks as like uh, like a commentator on like uh, TNT or something? <laughs> yeah, Larry Wayne Gretzky is going to be a commentator on uh, I heard TNT. 
He's going to be terrible, right? Just awful. <laughs> that guy couldn't be more boring. Yeah, he's not exactly exciting. Right. I mean, is this just does, Frencher, he you have a, does he have a gambling debt to pay off? <laughs> no, no, no. That was his wife who was gambling, not him. I know, that was but his wife, Larry. <laughs> no, I know that. I know. Wink, that's, wink. That's what I'm saying. Wink. Yeah. Yeah. His wife. But, Frenchie. Uh, yeah. I hope your daughters aren't murdering people. That's all I got to say. I hope they're not. <laughs> oh, it's, it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> all right. There's no gunplay involved, right? No, but, no, just just, um, uh, just a big uh, big yoga ball that they are just rolling over and fighting with the other two kids. So all good, yeah. all, all right. good. It's a big yoga ball. Well, so, all sorry, right, sorry, are you excited to watch? Quality, I'm really I'm really hurting the the sound quality of this uh, this radio show. Yeah, we don't have a sound quality. Don't worry about it. <laughs> but well, well, Frenchie, now that you're back and see. You know, hockey's in town again. You can start. You can be our Seattle Kraken correspondent. You can call the show whenever the Kraken give us updates. Yeah. So. Yeah. No. If I if I end up actually following what's going on, uh, yeah. No. I could uh, I could do that. I could do that. How about? Or or you could call in and teach us how to build rockets in our garage. That'd be great. Yeah. Yeah. No. I I'll be happy. Uh, I'll be uh, be happy to help with that. <laughs> Um, right, yeah, hopefully, uh, uh, hopefully we'll be we'll be we'll be in the news a little bit more, and you can follow what's going on. Yeah, um, <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm pretty excited. Uh, you should be. Yeah, yeah building rockets. Yeah. Um, you, uh, yeah. No. Otherwise, so yeah, you, so you guys basically do you still do every week at 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 that time? Yes. Yeah, every Friday. Like clockwork. Same old crap. <laughs> yep. Exactly right. Yeah. Like, like clockwork. So. <laughs> well, all right, Frenchie. We'll let you go uh, get back with the kids. we got to talk about yeah. Death Race 2000. Yeah. But um, uh, it'll be I exciting. I'm as good as Frank and Hooker. So. <laughs> oh, yeah, Frank and Hooker. Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> But, that was great. Right, well, it was, it was great you, to talk to you too. Yeah, it was great to talk yeah, to you too. Yeah, call anytime. Take care. And our, you too, Frenchie family. Say, and you, yeah, and say hi to Head for me. For, to who? Say hi oh, to Ed. the Head for me. Oh, oh yeah, Ed. we will. Okay. We will. Yeah. yeah. All right. And I'll fo- I'll follow you on the Twitters too, because I saw you were trying to reach me on Twitter, but I've been suspended like eleven times, so um, I'll, I'll oh, yeah, follow I, you I've with never... my real account. Yeah, I'm, I'm never. I'm. I'm not really on Twitter, but just I thought this was a oh, new okay. way to to get in touch with you guys. So, all right, cool. All, all right, right Frenchie. Well, thank you, buddy. See you, buddy. Yeah, there no you problem. Long live LCS. Bye, bye. Thank you. Thank you, buddy. There he goes, our buddy Frenchie. That's Frenchie. Yeah, <laughs> he loves his thrashers. Man, he's got kids. He really does. He's got yeah. <laughs> lot, lots <laughs> changed. A lot of kids. Yeah, I saw like he, he yeah. tweeted earlier. He's like, "This thing's still going on," and I was like, "Man, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Matthew Mascalay." Even people that used to listen are still like, "Really, really, you guys, yeah. you're still doing this?" 
he would go to like the skates for the Thrashers and take uh, pictures for us of all the different players, and we when he read them with the articles, he was pretty mm. awesome. So uh, yeah, he yeah, was way into photography. That's what, yeah, when he said he got a job, you know, I thought, oh, he's got a job as a photographer somewhere. But no, he's building rocks. That's what I thought. I don't remember, I don't remember that coming up at all and all the time. Well, he probably did, and I just forgot, but I don't know. Um, yeah, but yeah, it doesn't seem years. like it's been that long since he's called the show, but yeah, it has to be at least 10, 12 years. <laughs> yeah. Holy hell. It's fucking ridiculous. And look at what, and look at his life, Larry. Look at mm-hmm. it while it's changing, and then what are we doing? What are we doing? You know? I'm doing nothing. I'm playing Harry Potter. That's what I'm doing. I'm 47 years old. I'm playing Harry Potter games. Harry Potter. Hey, uh, well, well, like I did do one thing. I, I did write that book. Remember last week we were talking about my book I was going to be putting out. Uh, oh yeah, you pulled it with Yeah, I pulled it down because uh, Pat called me on Saturday and he said, "Hey, uh, don't release that book. We should uh, don't don't do that anymore." <laughs> I know. Like he said, we need to try and get his published again traditionally the old traditional publishing route. So he wanted to show it to an agent. And I said, well, can't I still just put it up? Because, like, no one, just for the people on the radio show, no one's going to know it's there except for, like, five people that they can buy. And he's like, no, 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 I want to do it. Don't put it up there. So uh, I sent it to an agency this week. And so we're going to try. Because Pat made a good point. He's like, uh, you know, because <clears throat> I said, at least if I, uh, if I release the book, maybe I can win another award or something. He said, well, you already won an award. What did that get you? Now the point. Now it's the point to like use the award to leverage into getting money. <laughs> you know, so I'm like, oh yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, I guess I should try and get money at some point. Yeah, that would be helpful. So, so you're Pat's editor, and he's your agent, kind of. Like he's not your <laughs> agent, but he's your rep. And so uh, you guys are like yeah. uh, like a book powerhouse duo. Like, yeah, he's, yeah you're Robin for sure. Yeah, so, I mean, I feel like I owe it to Pat, because he really wants me to, like, be successful, you know? Even though I seem to be lukewarm about the prospect, Pat really wants me to be successful. So I feel like I owe it to him to at least, you know, try again. Even though, again, I've had three agents in the past, they all fucking lie to me and suck. And, um, but, all right, I'll try one more time. We'll give it another give it another whirl, you know? Yeah. Well, what happens. I already bought yeah. my copy though, so bam, I got it. <laughs> yeah. But it's uh, yeah, it takes uh, a while, so I'm guessing you know. I sent the guy wrote to me today saying that uh, you know he got the manuscript and he's like, oh, I'll be in touch with you shortly. So in the agency biz, that means about probably six weeks, six eight weeks, two years shortly. Yeah. So, and then by then he'll just <clears> say <throat> no, thanks, and then I'll have yeah, to start be- to send it to another agent. And then that'll take another three to six months. And then they'll say no thanks. Then I'll have to send it to another agent. And, yeah, so. and they'll be like, I, I've got this magazine. Yeah, I'm very busy. Uh, very but anyway, busy. that's what happened. So if you're looking forward to reading Honest John and the Sticky Wicked. I was. Not going to happen. <laughs> not going to happen not for a while. Pat just crushes yeah. dreams. God, he knows yeah. how tough it's been yeah. in this country. <laughs> so, but, I, but thank you all for your your support. I know the fans well, out there are very anxious, eager. Well, thank you, but yeah. Again, it's just the, uh, setting. Yeah. I, I need to be positive about oh. it. 
I need to be positive about her. I, right away, I just want to try and be, I was just going to be negative and self-deprecating. But no, I need to be positive. It's, yeah, thank you. Good luck. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. It'll be great. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, what are you afraid of? I'm not. It's just, uh, you know, I, I just feel like who fucking cares, you know? <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. That's how I feel. I guess only good things can happen. Like the worst thing that happens is I'm exactly where I'm at, where I'm at right now, you know. But the, right. the best thing that happens is, hey, I could get some money and you know have some success. So Maybe you'll meet Stephen King. I kind of already know his daughter-in-law, so I probably could meet him if I wanted to. But maybe you and Stephanie Meyer will sit down and have <laughs> vegan tofu bullshit brown rice and fall in love. You don't know. Write the new Twilight together? What's wrong hey, by that? the way, Larry, I I, like, I, uh, I don't know if I mentioned this on the show, but I, I quit eating brown rice pasta. No, no. I just quit eating brown rice pasta. Why? Yeah. <laughs> I just... Why? Well, I went to the doctor. I went to the doctor for that checkup, remember? And uh, yeah. my, my blood sugar tested borderline high. And that was weird. And I'm like, why... I don't eat any sugar. How can my blood sugar be borderline high? And I was like, well, mate, I do eat a lot of carbs. I eat a lot of pasta. Um, so I, uh, I cut out the, the brown rice pasta. But, but it, I even checked. I think it was just a, uh, a goofy, a fluke rating. Maybe I was nervous or something going to the doctor, my blood sugar rate. Because I checked it after that, even after I ate pasta. It was always fine. So I, I don't know. I think it was just a fluke. But now I have it in my head that I can't eat brown rice pasta. So I haven't had brown rice pasta in like a month, more, That's ridiculous. six weeks maybe. And uh, I probably lost about eight pounds. Yeah. So, so dumb. <laughs> like here, here's my thing: is like, you just got done saying like, who fucking cares? What's the point? But then like, you I don't want to die either. Like, what? Like, just eat I know. shit. Like, if you don't care, gonna, then like, I'm be like enigma. me. Just don't care. I'm an enigma. Like, I, yeah. I've eaten like three candy bars since we've started the show, dude. <laughs> Who what kind of cares? I had a Hershey, I had a Take Five, and I had a Milky Way Simply Caramel. <laughs> well, you're talking about the little ones, right? Not like the full size ones. <laughs> no, not the yeah, like the little ones, but still right. they, they, they add up because I had a couple before we started. I'm just saying since we started. <laughs> Like, who cares? I don't give a shit anymore about anything. What's the fucking point? It's a terrible groundhog day. It really is. All right. Um, Um, I guess uh, let's be ready for death. Wait, before we get into that movie, is is this the weekend that Floyd Mayweather's fighting that YouTube kid? No, I don't think that's for a while yet. Oh, okay. All right, because I saw them like I think they were doing or something. They did a couple of appearances. Oh, but I don't right. think the fight. I thought okay. I thought they were like weighing in and fighting tomorrow or something. I don't know when it is, but uh, I think in July sounds about right. But I have no idea. Now, would you watch that if if, if you had if it was like no. just on ESPN Plus or something? Oh, like if it was free, if I didn't have to pay for it, yeah, I'd tune in yeah. I like watching people get punched. Yeah. <laughs> now, there's no way Floyd Mayweather loses that, right? Well, obviously Floyd is one of the best def- boxers of all time, defensive boxer, but he is a little man, you know? Right. He's like 155 pounds, 
and that Paul kid's like 190. So I don't know like what they're going to have to weigh in at, if they're going to make him cut weight or something. or um, Like, he walks around yeah. probably 200. So, I mean, that's a, a much larger man hitting it. So, if, theoretically, if he hit him, he could hurt him probably. But I just don't know if he – I don't know. I mean, and, again, Floyd is old now. He's so – you know, he's in his forties, right? So, but I would think, but I mean, that's okay. Seems unlike okay to be in your forties. Seems unlike. I would imagine Floyd would just tune him up, but you know, I hope so. Yeah. I think the other kids I saw was fighting somebody named like Tyrone, the the real deal. <laughs> Tyron Woodley. Woodley. Tyron okay. Woodley. He was the former UFC champion at 170 pounds. He's a a, a good wrestler with a mighty powerful right hand who could knock people silly. But here's the thing with Tyron Woodley is the wheels just fell off in a hurry and he lost his last, like, I don't know how many fights in a row, at least three, four fights, his last three or four fights in a row. And he lost every round. So he, he hasn't won no. like his last 20 <laughs> he rounds. Won he hasn't won a round. And... No, he, he just looked That's horrible. Bad. Like he got, he got really old overnight. It's like, and it's unsure why it happened, but it's just like he just um, got um, real hesitant to pull the trigger. Like he wouldn't just let his hands go. And it, usually that happens after you've been viciously knocked out or something, but he never really had that happen. He just got uh, Kamaru Usman really beat the hell out of him to take the title from him. And then he just, he could just never find his uh, stride again. And yeah. So, like Mackie Sasser. And again, throw the ball back. And again, he, he's another. He's a he was a big welterweight, but he's still a 170 pound wrestler, and but he's a way better boxer and with his hands than Ben Askren was. Like Ben Askren was a ridiculously bad boxer. Um, Tyron's like you know adequate. So. Okay, so then the other day I saw Chuck Liddell commented saying something like, "Oh, I wouldn't fight that dude. I'd hurt him too bad." Like, would Chuck oh, Liddell man. beat up that dude? <laughs> Chuck Liddell. Yeah, Chuck's just saying that so he can try and weasel his way in. But, no, Chuck Liddell needs to never be – like, a stiff wind could knock him unconscious at this point. Like, uh, yeah, because I remember he was getting knocked out a lot at the end. Yes. And, that and was kind very, of – like, it was frightening knockouts, too. Like, very yeah. bad, very bad. Yeah, like where, like, you know, your fist clench and your arms stiffen type of sleepings, you know, those kind of knockouts. Yeah, <laughs> and the last time, he just fought, like, last year, he fought Tito Ortiz again. Remember that? Oscar De La Hoya promoted it. And, yeah. Uh, and Tito just beat the brakes off him and knocked him, and it was really sad to watch because Chuck just looks like a really old man, and, yeah, keep him, don't let Chuck do well, that. Well, <laughs> he probably is old, though. Uh-huh. He's probably like early 50s. Well, yeah, yeah, right? he, yeah, but I mean, he looked like in the 70s. Like, he looked very. Yeah. Like, his reflexes. Really bad. So, That's yeah, kind of like when I, I lost my zest for UFC. Like, I, I love Chuck Liddell. And, like, when he started going downhill, I was like, I don't know. And then that dude broke his leg. And I was like, there's no way. <laughs> I can't watch this oh, anymore. You, what, did we talk about Chris Weidman's leg break? I don't know. Like Anderson yeah. Silva, the one you're referring to, he broke his leg, yeah. and his leg turned into like Mr. Fantastic against Chris Weidman. Chris Weidman checked yeah. the kick. Well, Chris Weidman yeah. is fighting Uriah Hall like a month ago. 
the same oh. thing happens, except this time it's Chris Weidman's leg that snaps. And it's oh. even worse because it snaps around just like uh, Anderson's. But <laughs> Weidman doesn't realize it. He's still oh, looking at okay. Uriah Hall. Right. No, 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 no. He goes to step it. backwards on the broken no. leg. The leg goes right through his muscle and his skin. The bone goes right through. Yeah. Ugh. yeah. I took my headset off. Just off. <laughs> just awful. I didn't want to hear so, it. Yeah, I, he, I just he, don't. I, I hate it. He's back walking again. Like, uh, he had surgery, and he's uh, getting back to walk. But how? what are the odds of that? Like, that kind of leg break happens, like, I don't know, three times in the history of the uh, MMA. And it happened to Anderson Silva kicking Chris Weidman, and it happens to Chris Weidman kicking Uriah Hall, That's who beat Anderson Silva in Anderson's last UFC fight. It's like the circle of life. <laughs> I don't know how that happened. It's, it's crazy. <laughs> yep, that's what Elton John was singing about. The circle of life. I don't know. All right, uh, let's move on from broken legs. It's gross. Hello? I was having technical uh, difficulties. Larry? Yeah. All right. Hello? I was having a, a technical difficulty. Can you hear me, Larry? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I was having technical difficulties. Yeah, it sounded like a robot. Yeah. All right. So, but every time I said I was having technical difficulties, you would say, hello? And I was like, wait. Hello? <laughs> yeah. I like fucking with you. <clears throat> All right, so Death right, Race two thousand. Uh, are we ready? Yeah, let's get Death Race in here. All right, let's uh, let's bring Tuffy in first. Let's see what he's doing. Fucking blog talks all froze. Tuffy, I'm driving in a car. Oh, okay. Uh oh. Dude, right, so Tuffy, be careful. I can talk, remember, but I don't know. Toddlers, you know. Well, I don't have kids fighting yeah, in the background, toddlers. but I don't think the audio is very good. Okay, but toddlers are worth 70 points, I think. Um, the elderly are worth 100. And... Yeah, 70 plus I'm shooting for. Are you going to Michigan? Yeah, it's my dad's uh, 65th birthday on Sunday, so I felt like I should. All right. Wow. All so, right, let's get one All right. Do you want us to just put you on hold then for the show, or what do you want to do? Sure. I can talk, but I don't know how good the – I feel like it's loud when I'm in a car. Uh, I don't notice a difference. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, I'm fine yeah, talking. Not, it sounds the same. Because this movie was not uh, that good, I didn't think. Oh, I thought this was amazing. <laughs> All right. Although – uh, a real quick question before we get Jank on. Uh, I watched this on Tubi. Was it blurred yes. out for everyone, too? Okay. I was irate. I was irate. Let's just say let's just say I did extra research to find out what I missed. And, yeah, no, all right. <laughs> I didn't understand what was right. going on because – after that, I put Mallrats on, and that wasn't blurred out. Not that there's a ton of boobs in there, but there's yeah. still boobs in there. So why did yeah, they blur it out? On I didn't know what was going on. No idea. Just a man keeping us down. Um, all right. I want to bring on Jane. Plus, I wanted to see Stallone's Ding Dong again. 
right, let's bring Jay. Oh, well, they don't share slides. <laughs> well, you can dream. Jank. I may have done that research myself as well. <laughs> oh, you guys are gross. <laughs> yeah, I got to see what I'm missing. <laughs> yeah. They left big, out crucial big, bits uh, of the story. <laughs> exactly. <Very> bushes. <laughs> well, they didn't, you know, it was just taught, waist up. They didn't show anything waist down. Just waist <laughs> up, but, uh, there wasn't a waist down movie right. at all? No, no. There's like ass shots, kind of from the you know from the front, but that's about it. Well, that's yeah. Nothing. All right. Um, yeah, Death Race 2000. This is 1975, the year, the holy year, the year I was born. So let's all take a moment to commemorate it. Yeah. 1975. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, Larry, would you care to guess what the number one movie was in 1975? Oof. Uh, fuck, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> it's, uh, it's kind of famous. The Godfather. Incorrect. Jank? That's not Taxi Driver, is it? Uh, incorrect. Tuffy. Mm. 1975. Top movie. Uh, Grease 2. Oh, yeah, that's right. That, that is right. We're, we're looking for a little thing called Jaws. Jaws. I was going to say Jaws, but then I was like, no, I think that was a little later. I hate that. Listen to this. Jaws made Jaws made $260 million. All right? That's a shit ton. And number yeah. two was One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. It made $108 million. So, like, not even close. Not even no close. rubber shark. 260 to one. Uh, number three yeah, was Shampoo, Warren Beatty, mm. Carrie Fisher. Number four, Dog Day Afternoon. Number and, five, The uh, Return of the Pink Panther. And uh, I'm looking through some other good movies here. Oh, The Apple Dumpling Gang came in at 10. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Well, 75 something like a yeah, shit yeah. year. <laughs> yeah, not a lot of great movies. I'm sitting at the house a lot in 75. I can tell you that. <laughs> like you were saying nothing good was created no. in 1975. What? Well, uh, Larry's saying nothing good uh, came Larry, out in 1975. People included. Yeah, except for you. No, no, no. <laughs> Present company included, of course. But uh, at number 11 is uh, Rollerball. Do you remember Rollerball, Larry? James Kahn. I never saw it. It's basically about it. a sporting event. Yeah, they did remake it, but uh, it's about a very violent sporting event to cut, try and distract the people uh, the government used to distract the people. And that's what <laughs> Roger Corman, the producer of uh, Death Race 2000, he heard about Rollerball and that it was going to be coming out and it was going to be a big Hollywood movie. So he said, let's rip it off the best we can except use cars. So that's how he came up with the idea for Death Race 2000. And he released Death Race a few months before Rollerball, figuring he could cash in on the publicity Rollerball was getting. So, look at that. Roger Corman. Sneaky. Wow. Now, yeah. we've, we've, done a, we've done several Roger Corman movies here on the show, Larry. Would you like to name a couple? Uh, Death Race 2000, apparently. <laughs> One was just recently. <laughs> uh, Frankenhooker. Yeah. Att- Attack of the Saturday the 14th. Cheerleader. 
No. I don't think he did Saturday. Did he? Or is that the one his wife did, maybe? Yeah, I don't know. Um, Yeah, I don't think he did that one. Uh, He did Battle Beyond the Stars as well. Yikes. Um, (laughs) That hurts. All right. (laughs) So, uh, Death Race 2000. The stars here is uh, the star is David Carradine. David Carradine. Yeah. And he, we, Bill. You know him from the Kung Fu. Yeah, in the act. Yeah, Bill from the Kill Bills. That's right, Jack. Forgot. All. I didn't even think of that. <laughs> and from choking the death while jerking off. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That too. Yeah. yeah he's he's a real claim to fame. While jerking off. Mm-hmm. But that's how uh, I this movie came out. Oh, you'll go. Right. I think you're right on. <laughs> yeah, you'll be right fine. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, so Kung Fu ended, and th- this movie started production two weeks after because David Carradine wanted to jump right into a movie because he didn't want to be typecast as the Kung Fu guy. So he said, "Give me anything pos- that I can do," and boom, this popped up. So he says, "I'll do it," because originally the first actor approached for the role was Peter Fonda. Peter Fonda. Yeah, I could yeah. see that. Yeah. Yeah, and he sense. laughed at, him. and he said, and he said this script is terrible, and he said no. So they they went to I, David I Carradine, and he said, yes, absolutely, let's do this. And David oh, yeah. Carradine got ten percent of the gross of the film. Now you may be laughing okay. at that, Larry, thinking ten percent of Death Race two thousand. What is that? Fifty bucks? No. The the budget on this film was about three hundred thousand dollars. It ended up grossing like four point eight million. Yikes. So David Carradine made quite a payday for himself. Nice. Yeah. He, he he got paid more than it cost the movie to be made. So that's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> David Carradine. Um, yeah, he plays Frankenstein. Um, yeah. The main guy. Yeah. That's his name. <laughs> so, Ironic, even though we did Frankenhooker last week. Ah. Uh. <laughs> Basically, we're in a futuristic dystopian world where there's a totalitarian government running things. And in order to uh, keep the, the people entertained with their bread and circuses, they have one transcontinental uh, or transnational, however you want to say it, uh, race from New York to New Los Angeles. Kind of like Cannonball Run, but with mm-hmm. uh, death and murder. Because <laughs> Cannonball Run means there's, this is Speed Racer 1975 for sure. You know, the Christina Ricci uh, Speed Racer movie. It's a lot like they're, there are a lot of murder in uh, Yeah, they, they, I yes, guess. Yeah. I, when I was reading up on this, um, I guess at this time in uh, our history as a nation, there really were like uh, gumball rallies and, and cannonballs, they called them, going on in the early 70s because people were revolting against uh, the man. And because they were posting, they reduced the speed limit to 55 miles per hour, and people were very upset about that. And um, because of the gas shortages and stuff, uh, people were like rebelling, so they're having these cross-country races to try and celebrate the open road. So that was the the background for these kind of films to why they sprouted up. Because when was Cannonball Run? That was later, like 80, 84, I think. 83. No, I think it's before that. Maybe Cannonball Run two. I think. Yeah, uh, no. here's the part of the show yeah. where we Google. But, um, <laughs> That's where Sammy. So yeah, so 
Yeah. Each year they have this annual race, and uh, Frankenstein is the is the state sponsored champion. He's won it two times, and they call him Frankenstein because when he doesn't win, he tends to crash violently, and uh, a normal man would die. But the state goes in with their doctors and scientists, their Swiss doctors, and they piece them back together. So that's why they call yep. him Frankenstein. And, and his uh, helmet they has keep like running like bolts there. on the side. Like the, the bolts on the and, and they keep running him out there every year <laughs> to be the state sponsored champion. So he's one of the contestants. There's five total. And he drives a car that looks like a, a, an alligator. It's all just yeah. a Yeah. That was probably the coolest yeah. looking one. <laughs> and and each uh, each driver also has a navigator because yeah I don't know I guess you can't up, drive up down the road by yourself like <laughs> hey yeah. turn left up here like no fucking shit I'm going 109 miles an hour you don't think I'm paying attention right now well it also so seemed Frank like they had to have a nav- pit stop where they were you had to bang your navigator it seemed like that was part of it <laughs> well <laughs> I would insist on it. If I was the driver, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, uh, his navigator is a lady named Annie Smith, played by Simone Griffith, who uh, she's a, a good-looking blonde lady. And Simone Griffith, for you fans of the Golden Girls, she played Stanley Zabornak's second wife, Chrissy. Oh, uh, you out there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're thinking. Okay. That's Stanley. No gold. That's Stanley's second wife. Yes, it is. <laughs> Stanley's a Vornak. She was much younger than him, so uh, he he met her on a uh, flight to Hawaii, and the uh, the the pilot told her to give that passenger a lay, and she misunderstood. <laughs> and so that's how they got together. Classic. That's the Golden Girl comedy right there. Yep. Um, so. The other big contestant here is a fellow named Joe Machine Gun Joe Viterbo. Yeah. Joe. Machine Gun That's Joe. our hometown hero. Larry. He's from Chicago, they said. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's like a, a, a gangster ripoff. Uh, Larry, who's playing Joe uh, Viterbo? Oh, one of my favorite actors, uh, Slash Stallone. Yeah, Sylvester Stallone. I love This Stallone. is uh, right pre-Rocky. Rocky. <laughs> Yeah, this Roger Corman. Uh, Roger Corman cast him because he saw him in the Lords of Flatbush. Yeah, he, he wanted to get him. And uh, apparently, Stallone rewrote some of it. He re- he did his own dialogue. He rewrote some of his dialogue, and <laughs> he has he has a couple memorable lines. And <laughs> two, like uh, there's a. I wish I had subtitles the... for him in this movie because yeah, I couldn't tell half the time. There's a scene later on where he's talking to the girl by the car, and he like it's just him talking to Adrian, and Zoo like he ain't afraid to punch that fucking navigator like she's a side of beef. He yeah. beats the fuck out of that girl in that movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Choke a lady that out. girl. His his navigator is Louisa Moritz, and uh, she's Myra, Machine Gun Joe's navigator, and she's another blonde. Uh, she's the bustiest of the uh, ladies in here. And uh, she was also, the same year, she was in One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. She played one yeah. of the ladies that, uh, uh, oh, what's his yeah. face, smuggles into the asylum. Oh, uh, I think her okay. name was Rose. Yeah. Her name was Rose, I believe. So, also, she's famous for something else. She was in a lot of stuff. But uh, also, um, when she was appearing on The Tonight Show after One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, 
Backstage, she met one Mr. Bill Cosby, and Bill Cosby forced her to perform oral sex on him. Really? Ooh. Yep, she's one of the accusers that got Bill Cosby sent to prison. Yeah. I put my dick in, but I hate Bill Cosby now. And, <laughs> and when I was, when I was reading impression. up about that, when I was reading up about that, did you know Bill Cosby was also, like, molesting children? Like, I thought it was just older ladies that he was uh, oh, no. raping and all that. But on the, on the set of picture pages, he was drugging, like, the 15- and 16-year-old girls and molesting and doing stuff to them. Oh, you're going to ruin that awesome theme song. I know. <laughs> Remember when the Ed played picture pages? That was one of my favorite bits we ever Hell did. yeah. Oh, I love it. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> He'd play that little sound clip. Uh, <clears throat> so, yeah, so that's uh, Louisa Moritz. Sadly, she passed away recently. Um, at like mm. 72 years old. All right, so uh, Machine Gun Joe, Frankenstein. Next up, we have Jane Kelly, Calamity Jane. She's like a cow cowboy lady, a cowgirl, I guess you would say. <laughs> and she's played by Mary Ro- Warrenov. Mary Warrenov. And she was actually quite famous. She's been in a ton of movies. She used to work with Andy Warhol back in the day. She was in a lot of Andy uh. Warhol stuff. And then she also, the director of this film is a guy named, uh, oh, shoot, what's his name? Paul Bartel. Paul Bartel. And he did a lot of movies. And she worked with this Paul Bartel guy in like 17 different films. Yikes. So, but we, we've, also seen, we've also seen Mary Warrenov in another Roger Corman production, that of The Attack of the 50-Foot Cheerleader. She played the house mom at the sorority house. Do you remember that one? Oh, the one who was going to rip that guy's yeah, dick off? No idea. Yes, the lady who was going to rip the guy's, the guy's <laughs> dick off. Yep. Okay. Wow. Next, we more. have uh, Matilda, <laughs> Matilda the Hun. Matilda the Hun. She's played by uh, Roberta Collins. <laughs> yeah. And she's a Nazi. And she's proud of it. She's just <laughs> one of them proud Nazis. And her navigator, and, uh, Herman the German. Herman the German. Now, did yeah. you recognize? <laughs> did you recognize Herman the German? That's Gopher. Mm. That's right, Gopher. Fred Grandy from the, from the Love Boat. boat. Yeah, Herman the German. And he later became a, a member of the House of Representatives as well. He he was good with the really? Eisenhower family. Yeah, he's uh, real tight with the Eisenhower. Um, oh, we didn't mention wow. the cars. Uh, we mentioned Carradine has the alligator car, but Stallone drives like this black car with like machine guns on the front and a big bayonet like uh, on the front of it, <laughs> yeah. like a big old knife. We like also have to mention too that like as their cars are all decorated, their outfits and helmets are also all on theme. Like, you know, uh, Stallone is like a gangster, so he wears a pinstripe suit, but then his helmet is also pinstriped. And, you know, like Frankenstein, he's got the bolts on his helmet. Like, everybody's helmet kind of, like, Nero the Hero's got the laurels. So they all kind of, yeah, like, we'll get to him in a minute. Theme. Yeah. <clears throat> but uh, Mer- the Calamity Jane, her, her car is like, looks like a bull. And uh, Matilda the Hun, it looks like a Nazi uh, buzz bomb from World War II. Made to look <laughs> like a bomb. Yeah. And then Larry just mentioned Ray, Ray Lonigan, Nero the Hero. He's like a Roman gladiator yeah. kind of guy. And he's played by Martin Cove. Yeah. Tell the kids who that is, Larry. That's uh, Sensei John Kreese from the Karate Kid. They took him out way too early. It, it, 
between him yeah. and yeah, his awesome he... girlfriend there, the navigator, like who was yes. basically falling out of her shirt. They should have kept them around a lot longer. Yes. <laughs> his navigator, her name is uh, she. Where is she? Jugs McGee. Uh, I loved her. <laughs> she was my favorite. Um, yeah. Wow. Why can't I? Find like, her why name? even have his shirt on? <laughs> I can't fucking find her name here. That's a good question. Oh, Leslie McCray. I often wonder. Leslie that. McCray. Leslie McCray. <laughs> and uh her her character's name here is Cleopatra. Yeah, she's really good looking. And I saw Tubi also has a movie she was in called The Girl with the Golden Boots. And she pl- it's boots. from like nineteen sixty eight. And she plays a girl who goes out to like Hollywood to become a go go dancer. So yeah, we have oh. to review that at some point. <laughs> On the list. <laughs> yeah, she's pretty awesome. She actually went on to become like a producer in Hollywood and stuff. And she produced, she was like the executive producer of the Academy Awards in 2007. So that's something. <coughs> a little. Look, Larry's choking. You can't believe it. Yeah, yeah it's true. Like freaking lemonade. Is that the year that Roger Corman went with those two hot actresses? <laughs> I don't know, maybe, yeah. Um, I, I can't even remember what did their car look like. I'm guessing like a chariot or something. I can't even remember what their car looked like. Nero. Uh, I don't remember either. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember. Yeah, yeah. I got blown up. Maybe it looks like the pizza guy's car in Home Alone. You know the thing is though is like I was like man even back then this guy was a dick. Has this ever has this guy ever not been a dick in something? Well, he just looks like, like I'm a starting, dick. Like, look at him. He just looks I, like That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm starting to get just a feeling like he's probably just an asshole in real life and shit. Because <laughs> I've seen him so, like, on like, um, podcasts on YouTube, and he seems like he's, he likes himself, you can tell. Yeah. Well, he doesn't seem, like, too bad, though. He just seems a little bit serious, but not like, I'm going to fucking crush you for asking me questions. How dare you? How dare you yeah, talk to me? He didn't still own her or anything. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, wait, what was I going to say here? Um, shoot, I don't know. Yeah. I had something else. Right. Oh, well, so they have this race. I forget, like, what's the what does the winner get if they win the race? They get to shake the president's hand? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess that's uh, it. Is supposed that to it? be the grand prize? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I think so. I couldn't remember. That is true. They also, don't really ever say. Also, they have to. It's a race across the country from uh, you know New York to New Los Angeles, so that it would imply whoever gets their first wins. Yet they're also recording points as they go. They get points for running people over, and like if you yeah. run over an adult, it's like ten points. A, a toddler, it's like seventy. An infant or if elderly, because it's rare, you get like a hundred or something. So why are they keeping track of points if it's just a race who gets their first? And maybe you get like a lot of points for winning, but you can event of a tie. theoretically <laughs> rack up enough. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't uh, know. Not, it didn't really make sense as far as what they were no. doing, as far as that went. I didn't really get it. <laughs> because the other thing they too, need a better like, commissioner. Who's gonna know? Like, who's gonna know? Stallone just plowed through a school bus full of kids or well, whatever. Like, are they constantly well, being think, monitored? Yes. They, by by an unseen uh, tele uh, TV crew, they're always following them because they always know right away when something happens. Like they report it on the news because oh, yeah. it's broadcast yeah. like a big time sporting event, and then they always 
Forty. All right. So before we get into the film here too much, let's check in with Tuffy to see if he's still with us. Tuffy, are you still with us? Yeah, I'm still here. All right. Now, are you thinking of de- decorating your car as like an alligator when you drive up to Michigan? Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> no, it hadn't occurred to me. Are you All driving right. with your shirt um, off? I have a shirt on. Okay. I'll be honest. I was watching Ben's when I was watching the movie, and I didn't even remember Uh, Nero the hero or whatever his name is being in this. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Yeah, he was. You were you were engrossed in uh, in your gym, but hey, Tuffy, I saw you put Bailey up to five star silver. Congratulations, five star silver. Yes, I did. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I, I was telling Larry. I got my Oscar, 22,500 and some talent level. And she's still going. There's still room to go. Still room to go. So, long way to go. I'm very excited. Yeah, Tuffy doesn't seem impressed by that at all. 22,000. He's driving. Come on, I'm, he's trying not to hit a guardrail. He's got both hands on the, on the death grip on the wheel. Because <laughs> yeah, I'm keeping an eye out for the 70-year-olds. You know, I want to score some yeah. points here. Yeah. <laughs> I hear you. Well, yeah. Well, I'm not, Tuffy, I was I'm about not going for the alligator. I'm going for the. I want the big knife in front of my car so I can ram it up someone's crotch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you get red paint all but, over there. Uh, Tuffy. So Tuffy, I was going to ask you a favorite team, but if you're busting, but I'm guessing your favorite team was probably Stallone, right? You're rooting for Stallone. Um. Yeah, I guess Stallone. Yep. Uh, Stallone. Um, yep. Jank, uh, you also rooting for Stallone? Oh hell yeah! <laughs> yeah, see, I I would have been rooting for Cleopatra, but yeah, she left so quick. I kind of warmed up to Calamity Jane as the movie went along. I was like, all right, I kind of like Calamity Jane. I think uh, I like her, but yeah, I don't know. It's gonna work out. So. She's no storm. No, who is? You Martin Cole right, so got I, rid of him early. Yeah, so I mean, I, I think we set up the film pretty much. Uh, that's basically it. Just starts with like a, a little, um, real like patriotic display of like this national holiday of this race day and everything. And um, it's kind of like yeah, the just purge. Right I the feel race. like the purge took a lot of pages out of this movie's notebook. Yeah. Also, uh, Running Man clearly borrowed from this as well. Oh I yeah. Um, Speed Racer. <laughs> Can't <laughs> Toxic Avenger also stole from this movie. Oh. Yeah. How did it steal from it? I don't remember Toxic Avenger. Well, in that movie, uh, there's a bunch of punk-ass kids, but they also play the game where they're trying to run people over for points. And then, you know. Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't an official game, but yeah. (laughs) Well, yeah. When I was a kid... When I was a little kid, my dad, 5-0, used to make jokes about that. Like when someone would be crossing, she goes, oh, that would have been 10 points. And I just thought he was being silly. But maybe maybe this whole time he was making Death Race 2000 references, and I just didn't even understand. Yeah. Or dad maybe that too. Or maybe your dad was actually running people over <laughs> and had a game going with the, the other people and couldn't do it with you in the car. Yeah. Got to run over people. Um, so, yeah, they just get right into the race pretty much right from the start. And, uh, I like that. Yeah. 
There's yeah, also like a the cannonball run too, which is like 45 minutes to get someone into a fucking car. Yeah, I, I don't care about people's <laughs> backstory, how they got there. Just like, just get going. One, two, three, go, and w- w- the movie started. But like, all right. Yeah. But I love that they all, I love that they all have distinct personalities, looks, cars. That's great. It's yeah. it's so good. You know, it's uh, <laughs> like pro wrestling, or uh, they all have a little yeah. gimmick, and uh, it's like a comic book. Um, and five a little is like a good, a good amount. Like if you would have had too many, like it'd be yes. just confusing. Yes. But five is a good solid amount. Yep. Same same reason why when you're writing a mystery, you want to have the most like five suspects because anything more than five, people can't keep it straight. So yeah, five's mm-hmm. good. So uh, yeah, Larry, would Midnight Madness have been better if they were killing people while they were doing the scavenger hunt? No, I don't think so. I think it's pretty right. perfect. Just that that. <laughs> but just wanted to ask. Yeah. All right, so yeah, they, they start the big race, and uh, oh, there's also the resistance, like an underground uh, group of freedom fighters who are, are protesting the race, and they're trying to disrupt the race at uh, every turn. And their big, the big idea is to kidnap Frankenstein. They want to kidnap Frankenstein, right? That's the big plan. Yeah, because they think he's buddies with the president, so they yeah, can negotiate is. his is. life for the president to abolish the death race 2000. Yeah. Yeah. Frankenstein, like the state sponsor champion, him and the president are, are chums. So they've been, they get along. And, uh, but we learn Frankenstein has a secret. Shh, don't tell. Also his navigator has a secret. It turns out she's working for the resistance. She's the, she's the granddaughter, the lady leading the resistance. So look out. She's going to try and sabotage. Yeah. What's her name? Tomasina Payne. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, the uh, the Thomas Paine, Thomasina Paine. Yeah, Thomasina. <laughs> yes, they were already starting the freaking gender swap reboots back in the seventies, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's also a lady. Uh, there's a couple news reporters in here, and they're all really annoying and news uh, castery. But there's a lady. The actress is Joyce Jameson. She plays Grace Pander. And, and I thought she was good. She uh, was like a celebrity news reporter. And every once she introduced, she goes, my personal friend, Frankenstein. And uh, she's like, oh, yeah. People. Yeah. I, thought I, would, that was I would have bumped that lady. <laughs> There's the Charles Nelson <laughs> Riley guy. Yeah, oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then there's a fella uh, doing a, uh, like, Howard Cosell impersonation, too, like an older fella. Kind of that so. guy could couldn't be less interested in what's going on. He's just like, well, I, I there's think, seventy points. He didn't even open his mouth. I don't mouth think he's an actor. It was all just, I'm not going to move my lips when I talk. Yeah, he was trying to do Howard Cosell. So. Yeah, he was just I, I like a bar lounger. I think that guy was. Uh, he wasn't an actor. He's a famous disc jockey named Don Steele. I believe that's him. Oh. So his voice is his profession? Because it doesn't <laughs> seem like it. It seems like that'd be also, the last uh, profession he'd have. Also, continuing the theme from the attack of the 50-foot cheerleader, John Landis has a cameo here as a mechanic. Although I did not see oh, him. Shit. Yeah, I, I'm no, guessing no. he's the guy that wipes the spit off the car when someone spits on oh, the right. car. <laughs> I, I'm going to say that's yeah. probably John Landon. Yeah, yeah, Stallone spits on his car. They could have probably done another take on that because Stallone went to spit and it kind of went sideways, way off to the right. <laughs> instead of like, straight. Uh, uh, really. Fucking Stallone. Took another swing at that one. 
But, um, we got to do a Stallone yeah, so there is it. Yeah, well, well, why don't you pick a Stallone film, Larry, next time it's your pick? Oh, you're going to do Sleepaway Camp next time, right? So, uh, so. Um, yeah, we'll see. But anyways. Yeah. Cop and a half. Stop or my mom will shoot. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Team Cop and a half? Right, so I uh, Burt Reynolds. Oh, yeah, that is Burt Reynolds, yeah. <laughs> I was confusing my shitty cop movies. Um, so, uh, I don't know, what, what's the, I guess the first big thing that happens in the race is that Nero the hero and my beloved Cleopatra get blown up, right? Yeah. Well, the first thing that happens is um, uh, Frankenstein and that girl start driving down the road, and then he takes his mask off, and he's not deformed at all. Uh, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Because he wears his gimp mask, basically, but, like, you know, around the eyes all burn up and shit, and he has this whole story about this happened and that happened. And so then, like, while they're driving down the road, he takes the mask off, and that's just part of the mask. He's fine. Yeah. He's just regular. It's <laughs> a lot like the, uh, yeah. It reminded me of the Batman well, like, uh, suit in Batman Returns, where, like, Batman clearly had the eye black around his eyes. But then was, as soon as he rips the mask off, he's got nothing. <laughs> he's like, wait a minute, what the hell? Well, well, they explain later on why that is. But uh, we'll get to that later. But I, I like when he took the mask off and he's supposed to be all handsome and stuff. But, you know, David Carradine is not a good-looking man. No. Like, I was like, oh, my God, he's hideous. <laughs> yeah. I was like, no, no, that's, he's supposed to be <laughs> handsome. Oh. Put that does look mask. like someone who's got his jaw replaced. Back on. Yeah. I want to see the burn. <laughs> <laughs> not an attractive man. So, uh, yeah. All right. <laughs> he's but all she, right. But she's not that bad. Well, when she yeah, this, was, uh, this was a question I had, too, is, like, there's obviously people watching to see who they're killing. So don't those people oh, see right. him with the mask off? Yeah. Very good point, though. Very good point, yeah. Huh. Yeah, interesting. Not thought out at all. <laughs> but, but we get a hint that this Frankenstein guy may not be all that bad because he has a chance to run over a bunch of elderly people. I guess the hospital puts out, it's like yeah, euthanasia day or something, so they put out all the elderly people in the middle of the road for Frankenstein. So Franken, Frankenstein could have racked up like 700 points easy, but instead he cuts behind the hospital and just runs through all the doctors and nurses. And you just see them like <laughs> jumping up in the air, like flying in the air. I thought that was pretty cool. It's, it was awesome. That was, that was pretty <laughs> it awesome. was great. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Get the, like seven of them. Like every five feet, one just pops in the air. Pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's like, oh, well, I guess that shows he's a good guy if he murdered those people instead of these other people. <laughs> yeah. I guess that's... <laughs> he's good. Or at least he has a sense of humor. I don't know. Um, but now he's going to wheel the old people back into the hospital. Like, they're just going to die there in the street by themselves. So, yeah. yeah. Stallone will be coming by also, any second. He'll take them out. But also, if this is a national holiday, and everyone knows it revolves around murdering people in the streets with cars, maybe stay inside. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. You know. They did say that at one point, I think the news guy said that people are going to try to stay inside this year. So it's going to be harder to oh, score. Okay. Well, the other thing I don't get too is like uh, sometimes in this movie we see like a like a 1970s style map, 
and it's showing everybody's route like with a red line. And if you're all trying to get to the same yeah. city, like why are you going north and why is this guy going like south? <laughs> well, like you know, you should be going west. They, well, they, they figure they know shortcuts. Like they uh, can, uh, you know, by making the, the the trek longer, it's actually faster somehow. Wow, I because of traffic and detours <laughs> and you know time warps. There's Star nobody gates. else on the road. <laughs> Kids to run over. Yeah, that is true. Maybe some are taking different routes so they can get like. Because I, I I heard what someone mentioned. I can't remember if it was because uh, Carradine. They we could have hit that Boy Scout camp. We should have drove to the Boy Scout camp. So, yeah. uh, Tuffy, you all right? Oh yeah, sorry, I forgot I'm on the phone. Some fucking Corvette just like uh, ran his engine and cut me <laughs> off and then slowed down. It's like what the fuck? I'm in the middle lane, buddy. You can go around me. He wants to fight you, Tommy. That's David Carradine. He's dead. Yeah. <laughs> Probably Ryan Johnson. I'm used to just yelling at people in my Fucking car. Fucking you over again. other yeah. people listening. So. Oh, yeah. I do that, too. Yeah. I'm so angry. But that really wasn't bad, Tuffy. You just said, what are you doing? Or what? what I mean, Larry would have been. You'd have been cutting loose with oh. a tapestry of upset. Oh, I think <laughs> some dude the other day. That wasn't bad. It's just, like, I don't understand what this guy's deal is. Like, there's him in another car, and they keep, like, speeding up and then slowing down a little. It's like, you're trying to, like, block the highway or something? Like, what is – It's I don't know. You know what? I hate I hate to scare you, Tuffy, but this sounds like the beginning of every episode of Chips. So be careful. Yeah. Well, there's only two cars, but there's three lanes, so I feel like I got a chance here. Yeah. <laughs> Race them. Whenever there's Tom Fullery, whenever there's Tom Fullery on the highway, look out. Hey, I, I can tell you another story about my uh, my father if you want. Uh, one time when I was a kid, I, I had to be like eight years old. Me and my sister in the back seat. My, my mom was up front. My dad was driving, and we're on the highway, two lane highway, and and a, a jeep uh, of uh, of teenagers, of young punks, start honking the horn <laughs> at them, and they pull up alongside and pass them. They're all yelling, "Hey, get out of our way!" And stuff, and they go past. And my old man. My my old man was uh, he's a cop, you know, Larry. He's a police officer, and he was known. His nickname on the force was Viper, like Stallone, <laughs> like Cobra. His nickname was, he was Viper, Cobra, yeah, because he had <laughs> he had he had a temper. If it, no one fucked uh-huh. with him, because he, he he wasn't a big fellow, but you know he he had a temper. So my old man, he floors it, and he's going like a hundred miles an hour after these punk kids. And he goes zipping through the traffic. My mom's like, you know, Michael, what are you doing? Don't slow down. What are you doing? And he's going through the traffic, uh, like an episode of Starsky and Hutch. And he pulls up alongside him. He takes out his badge, and he shows it out the window at him. And I can't remember the exact phrase, but it was something like, uh, next time you want to fuck with someone, don't fuck with me because I'm a fucking cop. And I'm going to fucking, you know, just a lot of F words and yelling at him. And the kid's eyes got really big, and their mouth, they just like their jaws dropped. And they just slowed down, and they just let us go, and they stayed way far away from us. <laughs> it was pretty awesome. It was pretty awesome. <laughs> I got to tell you. <laughs> My old man would have fit right in with Death Race 2000. He would have been yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'll never forget that. So, yeah, good times. But uh, all right. So uh, where were we? Uh, the resistance. Larry, did you take notes? Yeah. All right, so where were we on your notes? 
Well, after the euthanasia stint, then we get up to the part where they blow up Crease. You know, he he gets lured into some fucking landmine trap or whatever, and he just yeah, gets blown up. Because the resistance, they're having a picnic with a, li- a little uh, kid, a family, and a baby. And uh, Cleopatra, <laughs> my beloved Cleopatra, is like, hey, go for the baby. Go for the baby or the mother and the toddler if they separate. And they leave the baby behind. She goes, oh, get the baby, get the baby. And here, it's the resistance, Larry. The mother is a guy with yeah. a mustache, and the baby's a bomb. And so when they yeah. ride over, boom, she blows up, blows up Cleopatra. Uh, yeah. What a waste. No more crease. So they're all racing to St. Louis at this point, and they get there, and then everybody's getting massages, but everything's fucking blurred out. <laughs> yeah. Why? Yeah, everyone's naked yep. on tables. This is a real bummer. Uh, and uh, we we see, St- but Stallone's not like was well, Stallone's in a towel too, right? Um, because he's this is pre-steroid yeah. Stallone. Yeah, he looks like a fit adult male, but he's not like jacked, like a, a huge <laughs> Rocky Stallone, you know. Um, but uh, he's hitting on uh, Frankenstein's navigator. So Frankenstein goes over and starts flirting with Stallone's navigator uh, to make him jealous. And then Calamity Jane and um, Matilda the Hunt are, like, getting into it, arguing and stuff. And they sit up on their tables, topless. But it's all blurred out. And you can't yep. see it. Yeah. What the fuck? What? I was like, is this because they're being interviewed? So this is what you would see on TV? But then later, right. you know, it's still like that when people are having sex. So, I don't know. Yes, I thought the same thing. I was like, oh, okay. But then, yeah, like you said later on, I was like, oh, what, what kind of bullshit is this? Did he even look into this? Yeah. Is that just what food looks like in the 70s? But, yeah, but I can confirm, yeah, yeah, the, the actual non-pixelated versions exist. And, you know, pretty easy to find. Yeah. wonder where they're blurred out on Tubi. No idea. Yeah. Because I, I thought I screwed up. Because sometimes on Tubi, they ask you your age. And I, I thought, like, maybe I just didn't put in my age properly or I, like, blew through without putting in my age. So I got, like, an edited version of it. But mm-hmm. I guess if it happened to everybody. Tubi asked me for my age. What Tubi are you on? My, tu- <laughs> Tubi always asks me. If you log in. Every time. Yeah. Oh. But, uh, all right, so, yeah, they're all getting the massages, and then uh, Carradine goes up. Oh, well, first Carradine goes outside, and he meets uh, one of his beloved fans, because there's Frankenstein fan yeah. clubs all across the country. She's got a big F on her sweater. <laughs> just a black sweater with, like, a just a white F on it, I think, or maybe it's a white sweater with yeah. a black F. It's basic as fuck. Black sweater. She's like, we... Black sweater with F. Yeah. She's like, oh, I under- I, we all know how you feel. He's like, who? The fans, we know. And then he's like, hey, you want to know how I feel? Uh, stand in the middle of the road at 8 o'clock tomorrow morning, and you'll see how I feel. <laughs> well, I don't think he says that, does he? I mean, I don't think yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. He absolutely said he that. He said that? Yes. Really? He said, yeah, he <laughs> said, well, stand in the middle of the road at 8 a.m. That's what he said, be in the middle of the road. I don't remember him saying that. I was also busted. Yeah, he did. <laughs> wow. Yeah, because then when he runs her over five minutes later, I was like, huh, he meant yeah. it. He really meant it. Because she stands because in the middle yeah, of the road with her, her arms out, and he just plows her over. Yeah, yeah. she sacrifices herself so she can, he can get more points. 
And then the navigator asks him, hey, why'd you, why'd she do that? And she goes, because she loved me. That's why. Yes. (laughs) Crazy. But, Uh, But after he meets with that, after he meets with her, though, he goes up to his room and he makes sweet, sweet love to his navigator, right? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, they start dancing around and shit. Yeah. Because she's on, she's yeah, on the she, bed in a towel, I think. Yeah, we don't get to see her. Well, she drops the towel eventually, and that's also pixelated. But, um, yeah, he's getting undressed, and you see that his arm isn't mangled or anything. His leg's not mangled. He There's no big scars or anything. Um, but he puts the mask back on, and they're dancing around, and he keeps a black glove on the whole time. And... And she's, they're flirty and, like, kissing and stuff in front of the bed. And she says, uh, what else did they replace on you? And he says, give me a minute and I'll show you. He's talking about his wife. Uh, his wife. <laughs> yeah, he's going to show her his wife. Yeah. And then they make the sweet, sweet love. <laughs> and we get a cut. So, it's pretty good. That David Carradine, he's a smoothie. Don't know why he needed to be jerking off by choking himself. <laughs> Seems like he's pretty good for ladies. <laughs> Once you guys, you've done everything, you got to find a new high. Did you guys? Did you guys have to watch commercials on Tubi? Obviously, nobody has like a premium. Yes, I don't yep. know if there is. Did you guys get a lot of hey? Subscribe to the Fox News channel. That seemed to go to that commercial almost <laughs> every commercial break for me. I did not. I don't think I got that at all. I, I don't. I can't remember what commercials I got, but I did not get any Fox News. I know that. I never heard that. Oh, okay. Yeah, there was some. I guess they have a premium service. <laughs> I don't know. And now all you're right. thinking about getting it because you saw it so many times. I am not. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> so, sorry. Anyway, right. So, the next back, morning, back to the Fra- race. Right? Yeah, Frank. Like he, he runs over like the deacon of the race, um, and they're like, could yeah. he, like. Before they start, he drops his glove out the window, and then he just, like, everybody's like, three, two, one, go, and everybody takes off, and he just, like, he just loops back around, and the girl's like, well, what's going on? He's like, oh, I dropped my glove. But he's really going to run over, like, the deacon, who's, like, this religious guy that's kind of always, like, uh, I don't know, he's into the, I don't know, how do you describe him as far as the race goes? Well, he's part of, like, the uh, government, um, group that runs the race like he he would be kind of like the grandmaster of the race or whatever i don't know oh there you go the grandmaster that's what i'm looking for yeah 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 something i don't so hey, well let's ask we have grand a racing marshal? expert we have a racing expert grand marshal is what i meant to say oh, grand, grand master marshal. would be if he was like a kkk <laughs> route yeah or that's yeah, what would be or grand, or master. Married, grand marshal married with children episode grandmaster b <laughs> yeah yes grand marshal thank god grand we have marshal Yes. Um, so they're all like, whoa, can you get points for running over the deacon? And they're like, yes, you get points for that. And they're like, yeah, you got points. So then we, this is where he runs over the fan who's standing out in the middle of the road. Uh, the, like the the resistance tries to get him, but he, he gets around that somehow. Do you remember what happened there, Jake? Uh, was this the time where they had the guy dressed up like him? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's that. Yeah, because yeah, I missed, so <laughs> how did he get around it? This was weird. Entirely. Well, they try to lure him down into this, like, I don't know, this little place or whatever, and then the, the, this dude comes out, just gimped like him, 
And he, he's kind of like, oh, hey, hey, hey. And then, like, Frankenstein's just like, I'm running this motherfucker over. And then he just takes yeah. off again. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how they expected that to work. Yeah. You can't just <laughs> hand face someone and be like, hey, stop. stop. I thought they had, like, tried to well, blockade the road, and he got around that somehow. Like, I think the idea was he was going to get stopped, and they could just take him out. Oh. Yeah, and I think that... I think they were also banking on Annie, the navigator, like, you know, helping him out, like, get him to stop, you know? Cause she yeah, I thought the whole thing was they had, they told Sylvester, she told Sylvester Stallone they were taking some other shortcut that they weren't planning on taking, because that goes to the dead end, and this was the shortcut they were taking, because that's where the oh, resistance yeah. was going to be, because she knew that, and then the road was supposed to be, like, blocked off. But he got around it somehow and just ran over the other Frankenstein. Yes. And then we then we cut right. to Stallone who who does run, run out in the dead end and there's that fisherman guy. And that guy's like, yeah. oh, hey, uh, oh, you, the, great. you gotta go back to the highway. And he's like, this, that was like forty five minutes from here. You know, he's like, I don't know what to tell you, man. There's nothing here. He's like, I love you, by the way, Frankenstein. <laughs> I'm not Frankenstein. You could be fucking dead. Then he just chases this dude down. It's awesome. Like he's just driving down the river, and this guy runs down the river or creek or whatever you I, want to call it. I I missed this entire thing. Because my Tubi was having what? a oh, Did you watch this? This movie's only 120. My <laughs> <laughs> Tubi kept breaking. So the only way it could get it started again was if I jump ahead. And like I guess I jumped ahead too much and I went ahead of it. And I missed this part. Oh, this is so good because like they were playing wacky music and kind of speeding it up. It was like Benny Hill. <laughs> yeah. And then after he runs him over, he like kind of stops and then he peels out on him like while he's in the water <laughs> and like blood. It's it's pretty terrible looking. It was terrible. Yeah, that I think I saw that blood. I saw that part where he spun his tire and crushed the dude. I saw that. Yeah. So. That All blood right. is just cranberry that... sauce, I think. <laughs> <laughs> it looked like bright red paint, like not even trying to match like blood color. Just like, I don't know, like the color of Spider-Man's suit. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it was just like, yeah, tomato soup. I don't know what what I'm looking for, but it wasn't bloody. No, not um, at all. All right. I'm trying to see where we're at here. Oh, so... Calamity Jane and the Germans start fighting. Like, they're driving down the road, banging into each other or whatever. And then, like, they set up that detour. <laughs> and that German lady <laughs> drives through that archway with a curtain over the mountain. Yeah. Wait, you're skipping. You're skipping a lot. You're skipping a lot. You're skipping a lot. <laughs> Calamity Jane is pulled off on the side of the road. There's something wrong with her car. Her mechanic is oh, underneath that's the car right. fixing it. Yeah, and and while he's about to get out under the car to get back in, so they can start driving again, uh, Matilda the Hun r- drives by and just runs him over. And yes. uh, so Calamity Jane is pissed. She's, she's like, "You scored my mechanic. I'm going to get you." So she starts yeah. chasing her, and she in, she initially loses Calamity Jane in like a little bit of mud in the woods, but then Calamity Jane chases her back, and then the resistance. Yeah, it's like a uh, a Wiley e. Coyote cartoon with the Roadrunner. They put up <laughs> a fence. It was like a cardboard <laughs> wall, but it was like two-dimensional. So as you're turning, you should see, oh, 
this looks like a piece of cardboard because behind it, all I see is infinite sky. There's no tunnel here, but I'm still going to drive through it at 70 miles an hour. <laughs> all right. Uh, yeah, she goes right off the cliff and blows up, and Calamity Jane stops, thankfully, in time. But, uh, yeah, so then that's it. So we're down to three, right? Uh, just Calamity Jane, Stallone, and Frankenstein. And yeah, so now they yeah. take another Calamity break. Jane's no got no navigator. Time, but they, yeah, no navigator. So they uh, they have a, a dinner now. They're all having dinner together. Uh, it looks okay. like Frankenstein's eating, like, hot dogs. This is great. Without the bun. <laughs> what yes. is Stallone eating ahead, with his hands? <laughs> Clams, clam clam like sauce. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. I I didn't I I didn't hear him say it. It looked like he was just eating like sour cream or something with his Clamp fingers. Up. It was all over his because... fingers. It was all over his face. And I was like, I know. "Where's the spoon, man? Don't have spoons in the <laughs> more clam sauce on his face than in the Italian salad." <laughs> <laughs> because at the end, like like uh, they some some race officials, some government officials call Frankenstein out of the room because they got to talk to him about. What, what what I don't know what, they, about the detour he took or the detour I I don't know what what's going on. Like why um, did he go down the then, road uh, he went down? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because who told him to do it? Was it his navigator? or Did he do it on his own? He said he did it on his own instincts, not the navigator. Yeah. Um, so but while he's gone, the other government officials like threatening uh, Stallone, and he's like, because um, Stallone's mad. He's like, hey, these this resistance, they're like killing us. This is a sporting event. They're out hunting us. We need protection. And the government guy says, what? It sounds to me like you're scared. You're just a terrible driver. He, you know, you're just awful. You're not a good driver. And he says, oh, yeah? So they start getting into it. And the, the, the official says, you got to remember, I have all the power. If I wanted to kill you, I could take you out. I got the power. And Stallone says, oh, you may have the power, but I got the clam sauce. And he picks up the clam <laughs> sauce and just throws it in his face. Yeah. <laughs> it's awesome. And it's, it, it looks more like bukkake. <laughs> it is gross looking. But I didn't understand why he was eating it with his hands. I would almost guarantee Stallone wrote that line, right? If Stallone rewrote dialogue, he had to write that line. I got <laughs> what is clam sauce, by the way? Why wasn't there pasta? It's sauce you dip in clam. <laughs> Put it right in the name. It's right on Front Street. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but, um, I'm guessing it's mayonnaise based. <laughs> Looks like it. I, I have no hmm. idea. Yeah, but um, so uh, then uh, so Frankenstein goes up to his room and bangs uh, his navigator again, right? I don't think. I think he. Oh, I thought they had something. no, because I think this is where uh, like Sloan well, tries to fight choke first. out his navigator, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they get into the big fight uh, down in the garage and stuff. The fist fight. Someone's trying to kill her. Oh, <laughs> and and you and Larry's uh, referenced it many times, but I I think we forgot to mention the exact moment, like when they're getting the massages after Frankenstein uh, flirted with his na- with Stone's navigator. Stone walked over and just punched his navigator. Did we mention? Yeah, that he's like, oh, what did he say to you? And she's like, he said uh, he didn't whisper nothing in my ear, and then he just like. Boom! Punches her in the face, and it's like she didn't do anything. Yeah. Nope. All she did was lay right in the there. Face. <laughs> That's the Chicago way. Right in the face. Yeah. Yep. But yeah, so yes, yeah, Stallone's trying to choke out Frankenstein's navigator. He's trying to murder her, and then Frankenstein comes in. He's like, "What's going on?" He's like, "Oh, uh, 
she was fucking with your car. And then they just start fist fighting yeah. and stuff. And it's a pretty lame ass fist fight. I can tell you that much. Yeah. It's really bad. It's it really is. bad. Like Ooh, I thought Carradine I, I thought after all those years on Kung Fu he would have some better moves or something. I don't know if he's trying to do you know, acting like he's Frankenstein, he's not fighting, but his punches were pretty terrible. And even Stallone's punches were pretty awful. Like the first one he he throws that Carradine catches with his hand. That was yeah. a god awful punch. That's that's like Dean Ambrose level bad punching right there. That is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wrestling reference. Like, that's Rocky. But uh so yeah, they fight. Uh, obviously, Frankenstein wins, punches him, gives him a black eye. He has a black eye the rest of the movie, I think. Oh, and Stallone also that. spits out some of that some of that more bright red blood from his mouth. Oh yeah, yeah, there was a big <laughs> mouthful of it. I'm like, yikes. Um, then he goes and bangs his navigator. It was another weird thing. She's almost like uh, like a contortionist. Like she's laying on her stomach, but then like. Yeah. She turns almost, well, she almost like Reagan's her waist, where she's almost like legs are <laughs> face down, but then like the back is on the mattress. It was weird. Well, she's trying to show her ass and breasts without showing any uh, vagina. So it's a very tough, uh, you got to do like a lot of twisting. Uh, well, with all the digitizing, anyway, you, didn't, so. have to, you yeah. didn't have to break <laughs> your spine over this lady. We didn't see any of it. <laughs> oh, I saw it later. <laughs> you can do that. Spread your legs and your lips. <laughs> With all the bush back then, you wouldn't have seen Wait, oh, vagina anyway. Oh, that's true. But, but here's where we also we also get the big reveal here of Frankenstein's backstory, of why he looks the way he does and has the fake scars and all that. Would you right. like to explain that, Larry? No. <laughs> See, I, don't, oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't remember well, the, the big reveal here. Well, the reason why the scars are fake and he doesn't have uh, new arms or legs or anything is because he's never been in a race before. They put a different Frankenstein in every year. And all those other Frankensteins that were in crashes, they died. But the state mm-hmm. uh, steel champions Frankenstein is surviving in order to make him, you know, a symbol of the country's strength. So he's just mm-hmm. a guy that they brought in to play Frankenstein this year. Okay. He was a ward of the state. They, like, groom that. these people. They, 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 they keep them, like, I guess, in prison, or I don't know, and they train them and then bring them in to be Frankenstein every year. So. This is like, uh, what do you call See, now that? Emma? It... What's that brainwashing thing Emma. you're always talking about? Oh, MK Ultra. MK Ultra. Yes. Yeah. He's an MK Ultra guy. Um, but, but, Larry, <laughs> now, does the movie make more sense now to you, like the fake scar and everything and all that stuff? Does it? Yes. Now it does, stuff? yeah. I thought he just did yeah. that, that, like, oh, I'm a badass, but then he really wasn't a badass. I thought that's what was going on early on. I don't know. Yeah, he's playing the part of Frankenstein. Hmm. But, uh, yeah, it makes sense. Um, so where are we at here? So then uh, he drives through, like, him and Stallone are now driving through, like, these landmine fields. But all the landmines are on the outside of the road. And it's like, I'm thinking, like, no, no, I'm no. the guy who's the <laughs> landmine guy. Yeah, they are. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. That, the, there's a plane. Yeah, they're in the dirt. Also. And then the yeah. guys, yeah, the guys with the uh, little Wiley Coyote plunger. Yeah, I forgot about them. Yeah. But there's also yeah, and I'm thinking like, on character. Why wouldn't you put them in the road? 
You know, just that's all, all I'm saying. Like, move that over four feet because nobody drives on the side of the fucking road. So they're just, you know, it's just a fireworks show is all that's going on. It's, it's cool, though. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Stallone and good. Uh, Frankenstein are just driving through explosions, and it's fun times. Yeah. The, the budget didn't skimp on explosions. There were a lot of explosions. No. <laughs> um, yeah. Frankenstein then drugs the Navigator. Yeah, Bill Cosby, a little she, foreshadowing of Bill Cosby. He's like, oh, hey, you want to drink out of my flask? And she's like, oh, what is it? And he's like, oh, vanilla. And she's like, I don't like <laughs> vanilla. And she's like, this ain't vanilla. This is peach. I'm going to keep drinking it all. And it's like, I put the pills in the people. <laughs> like, like, does it not strike you as weird that he told you it's vanilla flavor and it's not even close to that, even though he just took a drink from it? And he's like, oh, my taste buds are all yeah. messed up from the race in 97. And it's like... How does that happen? How do you ruin your taste buds <laughs> well, in an auto race? He well, just had COVID. Well, he, but but he had also already told her that you know he hasn't he wasn't in any other races, so he was making a joke, and she knew he was joking, so she oh. just thought she, he was joking, playing a little trick on her, telling her it was vanilla. Mm. That's so. Oh, okay. That's all that I missed was. that too, because I didn't yeah. get the line about the. I'm not. Yes. A Frankenstein. All right. But he, but he wants to drug her because he doesn't want her – because for some reason he realizes he's going to be going through the resistance at this point in time, and he doesn't want her to sabotage him. So. Sabotage. Wait. Is that, is that, an, is that an audio clip or is Tuff just putting his window down? What is that? I think you rest. <laughs> Let's be in a toll booth. No, I just stopped at a uh, rest area to burn a dart here. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Smoking a dart. a dart. I have a dart. I'll take a, I'll have a dart. All right. All right. So, but the, the plane, the guy flying the plane is a big resistance member, and he just, uh, somehow he's chasing a car, mm-hmm. yet he just flies straight into a mountain. I don't know why. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure. Yeah. Oh, because uh, well, he 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 juked and jived in the car, and he fooled the 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 plane into thinking he could fly through the mountain. I I didn't get it either. <laughs> it was cool the way they blew it up, though. I like. Yeah. It. Yeah. Another explosion. Yeah. So then the um, the lady wakes up. The navigator wakes up. She's like, "Hey, what happened?" And he's like, "You know, I just had to give you a Mickey there, or whatever, put you out." And and then she says, yeah, but uh, it's got to end now or something. And and she tries to like drive their car off a cliff. Yeah, and, yeah. And Carradine is like, he's fighting with her for the control of the wheel. And it, it's it's a good like thirty seconds before he realizes, oh, I can just you know step on the brake. So he just stops yeah, the car. Did, yeah. And then <laughs> stop the automobile. And then Carradine, you think he'd be really mad, but instead. What he does is he gets out of the car and then walks off towards the cliff so they could have a scenic view when they have their confrontation and they have their conversation. So, because yeah. they couldn't, you think they would have it right there in the car, but no, he gets up and walks about fifty yards so you can look <laughs> over the mountain. Not in a race or anything. Yeah. So, uh, but here we learn something else important. Uh, what's the secret of why he has that black glove on all the time? He never takes the glove off his right hand, Larry. Yeah, even when he makes the, love, he's got the uh, he's, yeah. he's, he's got the Luke Skywalker gown on. 
got a robot what, hand on what's there. What's the big secret? But 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 it's more than that. It, oh, it's, it's a, a hand literal... grenade. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. right, a literal hand grenade. And he he's ta- yeah. he starts taking the glove off, and you can tell it's a fake hand. I'm like, oh, it's like made out of plastic, like a clay hand. And then he turns his hand over so you can see the palm, and there's literally half a grenade in the palm of his hand. Like the frozen <laughs> carbonite. A traditional grenade. Yeah, like a traditional yep. grenade right in his hand. I'm like, oh, come on. <laughs> like, really? it's, a hand, it's a hand grenade. I don't know how like, that thing happens. It would have been impossible for him to grab anything. Yeah. yeah, like how would he even grab anything, like a fork or a knife? Because that thing is sticking up. Like there's no way you could even do anything. Or like any time he put his hand on his lady when he's making the sweet, sweet love to her, she would have been able to feel like the grenade in the glove. Like I don't understand. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, so many, me, baby. So, <laughs> so many questions. Pull my pin. But, but basically they come to an agreement that they're going to work together, that they're in it together, and, you know, he really likes her and all that kind of stuff. And he's uh, whatever. They're going to get the president. Because he, he has that hand, because that's his plan. His plan all along is to kill the president. He wants to end the mm-hmm. race, too. He wants to overthrow the government. So he wants to shake his hand with that grenade and blow up the president. And she says, all right, I think I can make that happen. Let's do that. So they're, like, going to work together. But there's one one yep. problem. Stallone. Oh, by oh the way, yeah. We, we didn't mention when they, when they introduced Sylvester Stallone at the beginning of the race, everyone's booing him. And he stands <laughs> up and says, oh, you're going to boo me? And he just takes out a Tommy gun and opens fire on the crowd. Yeah. And they're all scared. Then they they cut to the crowd. Yeah, because the crowd's not, like, running and dying or anything. They're just still cheering and booing. And he's, like, just going nuts, like like Rambo, first blood, right into the crowd. That's crazy. They called me baby killer. Um, so, all right, the big confrontation now, Stallone and uh, Frankenstein, right? That's all we got left, the big yeah. fight. They're binging and banging down the road, and the girl throws the hand grenade into Stallone's car. <laughs> yeah, she's like, give me your hand. Yeah. And, and uh, his navigator's trying to tell him. He's like, yeah, hey, there's a hand in here. There's a hand in the car. <laughs> and, like, he, he doesn't want any of it. He's like, shut up, bitch. I'll give you another <laughs> straight right hand. <laughs> yeah, blow up. Boom. Yeah, just blow up. So Stallone's okay. dead. Oh, another thing that's awesome about this movie is, all right, so they're broadcasting all these explosions and stuff, and the government doesn't want to let on that all the racers are dying due to the resistance. So they're trying to cover mm. it up. But eventually they have to acknowledge that they're dying. So they blame it on France. That is awesome. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they blame yes. France. That is so great. They say that. <laughs> It's just like today with the Democrats always blaming Russia. Just go back and they're blaming France. It's so much better. They should really just blame France for everything. France. So, long story short, uh, Frankenstein ends up, you know, he gets to the finish line or whatever. It's some big building. I don't know what it is. Um, so yeah, it's like he the President's Palace or something on yeah, that's, yeah, and the president's there, and he goes up to shake the president's hand and everything, and he gets shot. Somebody shoots Frankenstein out of the crowd. Yeah, that old lady who was running well, the resistance. Well, you know it's not Frankenstein, though. The viewer knows it's not Frankenstein, because w- when we see him walking up the, the steps, 
we see a knife in his right hand. He has a knife in his right hand. And now we know his right hand was the grenade. So we know this isn't Frankenstein. Mm. It has to be Annie, the navigator. And so she goes up to stab the president. But then the, the resistance lady shoots from the crowd. I guess she's shooting at the president, but she just shoots Frankenstein. And it's yeah. actually Annie. So, so she falls down and they take the mask off and the president sees that it's a lady. And then we cut to Carradine in the, in the uh, alligator car. And he, he's buck naked, Larry. Buck naked. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he is. He gave the outfit to the girl. I don't want to clean those seats. Yeah. Not enough chlorine in the world. So he has to, uh, so he starts driving and the, and the president's on this big stage, like a big, uh, I don't know, stage. Yeah. A platform, yeah, like a up a elevated platform. Yeah, a podium type thing. It's not that yeah, far and, off uh, the ground though. It's, it's like, no, it's only like maybe even. eight feet or so, six, eight feet off <laughs> yeah. the ground it seems. Oh, it's higher than that because the car drives through it, but I mean, it's pretty high. I, I would say 12 feet. <laughs> the car's only like four. So, so uh, the alligator goes driving through, smashes through, and the president falls straight down and lands on the alligator hood and dies. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then David David Carradine play. he stands up naked and his fist in the air, and Annie the navigator comes over because I guess that bullet well, I don't know is just a flesh wound or something it, like nicked her. So she's fine now, even though they're like, she looked dead and they're dragging her off the stage earlier. She's fine now. So she runs over and she grabs his hand and she's raising it in the air and they're celebrating. Yay, Frankenstein. Yay, Frankenstein. And uh, then the next thing, there's a sharp cut. And now where are we, Larry? What happens now? They got married. <laughs> yeah, we're at their wedding. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, now, Mr. Frankenstein, though, like he, he becomes President Frankenstein, but he, his name's not Frankenstein yeah. then. <laughs> he's, kind of, he's like Don Draper. He, he took over the uh, the idea. The yeah, idea yeah. Of, uh, Don Draper. Yeah. Staying with it. He's probably like President Mark. <laughs> what, <laughs> that what doesn't was Don, sell as well. What was Draper? Sure. I can't remember Draper's real name. What was his real name on Mad Men? Dick Whitman. Oh, on Mad Dick Whitman. Yeah. Dick Whitman. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that was it. Dick Whitman. So, uh, all right. So they're having their big wedding, and the media is there covering it. And that Charles Nelson Riley news reporter with the scarf, he asked him, hey, so when's the next race? And, and Frankenstein says, hey, no more racing. We're done with the racing. We're going to have a peaceful society. Everyone's going to love each other and be happy and all that other stuff. So he says, what are you talking about? The race is great. Violence is great. we got to have violence. We need to have violence. And he won't let them leave on their honeymoon so they get in their car. And what does he do, Larry? Uh, he just runs him over. One last run over. <laughs> that was awesome. Yeah, why would you stand in front over. of a car of someone who has no problem running people over? <laughs> yes, that's true. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And then taunt him on top of it, basically. Yeah. The well, president. He, well, he who, thought he was know, safe. Above the law. Well, he thought he was safe because he didn't see any French people around. So he thought he was safe. That's uh, true. <laughs> no nope, French, French were. Ran him over. So there yeah, you go. That's where it basically and then ends. Over the end credits, the guy who was doing the Howard Cosell impersonation starts giving a history of violence and where violence began and how it developed over the years. And yeah, so that was educational. <laughs> yeah, I didn't stick around for the whole thing. <laughs> I was like, I get it. Uh, well, that's, there it is, Death Race 2000. 
I thought this was amazing. Apparently, I'm guessing I, I think this, it, this was not the end of the death race because wasn't there a death race 2050 or something? Yeah, like in 2017, Corman made it an official sequel, Death Race 2050. And so we can always watch that at some point if you want. So I guess Frankenstein's uh, edict re- did not take. And there is a remake with Jason Statham or Cesaro or which one of them. And uh, um, I, I think uh, – Carradine was actually in that one. He reprised the Frankenstein role. He made an appearance. Oh, that's cool. So, yeah, you guys are shitting on this movie, but I thought it was great. Like, in the world of shitty movies, this is awesome. I'm with you. This is so good. I like it. Yeah, because it has, like, the uh, – it has a great setup, a great premise, uh, the memorable characters, the uh, the little cars and everything. Um, it, it's trying to make social commentary as well about American culture and, you know, TV and the lust for violence and all that. It tries. It's trying. Um, it had topless ladies. Granted, they're pixelated, but if you do a little work, you can find them. Um, I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't know what's not to like about this. Uh, senseless violence, gratuitous nudity, um, some memorable lines, a young Sylvester Stallone. Uh, I think this is Martin spectacular. Creed. Right. Yeah. Big fan. Big fan. What do you give it? Like, I, like in, in, on a scale of shitty movies, like just covering the movies that we've seen on this show, I right. give this a nine out of ten. Right. <laughs> Jank. I would probably go eight. This was uh, this mm-hmm. was a quality movie. This went down smooth. Uh, I enjoyed it. The premise was great. Uh, anytime, any of these kind of movies, Running Man, anything like that, where it's just people killing each other on TV for entertainment of the masses, I'm in. So <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> Tuffy? It's like a five. What? <laughs> but, like, the, there is no nudity. It's all pixelated. And if I'm going to go online and do research, I'm not going to find That's that the one stuff. Right. I'm going to find better stuff. But but there is nudity. It's just Tubi didn't show it. Uh, maybe try watching on Amazon Prime. Maybe they show it on there. Like, there was nudity in the film. It's just, for some reason... When I looked on Prime, uh, you have to sign up for some other, like, seven-day free trial of some other thing to watch it. Uh, Yeah, I never even heard of that place. Like, fandom or something like that. Yeah. (laughs) I didn't know what it was. So, yeah, like, if I got to go find the nudity, it doesn't count as nudity. But again, again, (laughs) that's not the film's fault. It's Tubi's fault. It's not the film's fault. This is the movie I watched had a bunch of pixelation. <laughs> well, I don't think it's but, but Rocky's fault. I mean, Tubi shows nudity nope. in, in other things. Yeah, I, I guess when this movie put an edited the nudity. Out. No, the nudity is in the Roger Corman shows naked ladies. That's what he does. Yeah, the nudity that's was in a the feature film. of every movie he makes, except it wasn't in the one yes. that I saw. So it only gets a five. <laughs> but it's not the film's fault. <laughs> oh my I'm writing right. my experience I see where watching you're Death from. Race 2000. Oh, all right. <laughs> all right. Larry? Um, I liked it. I thought it was fun. It, you know, like, the first 20 minutes, I was like, I am so into this. And then I was like, man, 80 minutes is a long fucking time. But <laughs> all in all, like, I probably give it like a seven. I, I, I enjoyed it. It's kind of like Speed Racer. Yeah. But, this is what I wanted Ken I, I'm a Mark, to be. 
Yeah. I'm a mark for anything where there's like uh like I said, where there's clear teams and like set up like a comic book or pro wrestling. Um I love all that stuff. Like every yeah. car has a little gimmick. So I was in right from the yeah. Um, you know another good line that I'm guessing uh Stallone wrote when he's talking to his navigator, they're they're driving around and um they're talking about some I don't know why, but he's he's cutting down the na- the navigator. He says he's making fun of her. He says to me, "You're nothing but a baked potato," or something like that. He's like, "You're a big baked potato." Do you remember that? Call <laughs> <laughs> her a potato. Yep. Like, oh, all right, I, I like potatoes. All right. So, Too much starch yeah, alone. You could you could see you could see how in a couple of years he'd be nominated for an Oscar for best screenplay for uh, I could <laughs> you know. Yeah, you can see it coming. <laughs> Makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Death Race 2000. Highly recommended. Give it a whirl. It is good. Yeah. Can't go wrong with this one. Unless you get the edited <laughs> one. <laughs> then you can kind of yeah. go wrong. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, but, you know. Well, so I was going to say something, but I won't. All right. So anyway, <laughs> what else is going on? Larry, have you watched anything else? I really haven't, no. Oh, I, I really haven't watched anything new. You son of a bitch. Yeah, did you have you? All right. Uh, just more old wrestling. But I figure we'll talk about wrestling in a minute because uh, I'm sure Tuffy has, uh, is angry about some wrestling news. We gotta get to. But, uh, yeah, oh, yeah. Jank, Jank, have you been watching anything new recently? Oh, uh, let's see. I did finish off season five of Seinfeld. Um, that oh, sounds gross. Right. That. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> What's the final episode of season five? Uh, that was the opposite, where George is doing everything the opposite of what he would normally do. <laughs> My name is George. <laughs> I'm unemployed. Then Elaine becomes the new George. <laughs> you were yeah. here, and now you're here. Is that that one? <laughs> yep. And even Steven. Yeah. Okay. Steven. Oh, even Steven. Yeah, that's a good one. I like that episode. Yeah, it's pretty good. I liked it. Yeah. So yeah, I guess I'll start season getting... six at some point. Yeah, you're getting into the good stuff now. All right. I saw there's a soup Nazi <laughs> Funko, but I was like, well, Jenk probably doesn't know who that is yet. <laughs> Not yet. I mean, I've, I've yeah, definitely heard eight. of that episode beforehand, so yeah, like I don't will. know what it is. I think it's season seven. Um, you know what else? What else I watched this week? Yeah, seven, I always confuse other... seven and eight. Yeah, it probably is season seven. What did you watch, Jenk? Right. Getting closer. Yeah, what yeah, else did you watch? Sorry. What else did you watch? Oh, I watched the uh, the first season of Columbo. Oh, nice. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good lord. Jake, what, you should have told me this. We could have scrapped the whole Death Race 2000. We could have just done a Columbo. <laughs> oh, we should have. Now, <laughs> now, did you watch... Uh, now, it's not usually included in season one, did, but because it, it was uh, the pilot movie, Pre- Prescription Murder. Did you watch that? Or no. no, I probably should go back and watch that. 
Um, yeah, because Colombo's a little nastier in that. No, really? He has a bit more of an edge. A little bit more of an edge in prescription murder. Hmm. A little bit. A little bit. Um, I don't know if I like that. So I like did, my Colombo kind of befuddled and, you know, working his way in. Did you, uh, did you have a favorite Colombo from season one? Um, I mean, I like the one with Leslie Nielsen because it's always good to see him. That was that was great. Yeah, the lady. Uh, serious stuff. <clears throat> the lady was the killer in that one, right? Yeah. Wasn't that wasn't that the lady who was the mom on uh, Webster, right or no? Oh, was it? The right lady? She had like red hair. Can yeah. I just say something real quick? To anybody who's listening and they <laughs> might want to call in, pick up your rotary phone and dial six. That show was great. I fucking love it. And they were they were doing weird yeah, shit. Like that second you. episode with like the uh the secure with that uh the well, like private eye guy and he had the glasses on and then like they freeze framed on his face oh. and you could see like the crime in his glasses and stuff like that. Robert Culp. Robert Culp. Yeah. yeah. That was cool. Yeah, the Small diamond shot. ring. He smacked the he smacked the lady with the diamond ring, right? Isn't that the one? And they had to look for a <laughs> contact phone or something her. in the trunk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah I, I like the uh when I was talking to Dick Belsky, the one I said uh one of my, my favorite is the uh, the one with the art the the paintings get stolen and uh, at the end he's yeah. got the glove on. That ending is Roddy McDowell, right? right? No, no, that's not Roddy McDowell. Oh, that's Roddy McDowell one. is the one with the with the dynamite in the construct in the construction company and the fake yeah, dynamite that's it. and mm-hmm. yeah. they put the gondola at the end. <laughs> yeah, the guy from Wild Wild West, Ross Martin. He was the uh the killer and with the one with the art and the paintings. Yeah. Um, Vic yep. Kayback was in it as an artist. You know, Mel from Mel. Snow it dingy. But but Jake, I, I know you and Larry are, are getting done with the you know the Shield. Maybe a Columbo podcast. Um, I could be I could be a regular guest. I'm just saying, putting it out there. Putting it out there. Mike Dell, you got a beauty and worker podcast to do. Yeah, <laughs> that is true. Maybe next week, Tuffy. Maybe next week. We'll, uh, do that. I think you said that the last There's, three weeks that Tuffy. I know, but this week in, he's usually in Michigan. The work, the work. The work really dried up this week. I've been doing nothing, literally nothing. So I feel like, oh yeah, I should probably do another podcast at least. So yeah, so, do that. But, uh... All right. So congratulations on watching Columbo. Uh, you still have a lot of great stuff ahead of you, Jank. A lot of great. Yeah, I mean, I remember seeing some of these. Some of them I definitely remember watching before, but I love them. They're great. Yeah. Glad to hear it. Do they have a Columbo Funko, Larry? Uh, I don't know. Let me look it up. He, he would make a great Funko. There's some weird things that they never start. made Funkos of, but then they made Funkos for that fucking Nick Cage movie, Mandy. Like, nobody needs that. Where's the Columbo <laughs> Funko? <laughs> yeah. Letter Kenny Funko. Columbo Funko. Yeah, because uh, there's an episode where he takes a cruise with his wife and he has, like, a Hawaiian shirt on, so you could, like, put him in that. <laughs> no. I don't see No, no Columbo Funko. There's like you know custom maids, but nothing from the Ooh. company. Yeah. All right, that would be cool. Um, anything else, Jank? You been watching? Uh, no, I think that's that's it. I'm gonna go see Conjuring tomorrow. Conjuring. 
What is this, Conjuring 12? Mm. What are we up to? Three. <laughs> three. Technically oh. three, here's... but there's been like 8,000 spinoffs. Now, here's the thing, though, uh, Mike, The Conjuring 3 is also on HBO, and he has HBO, but he's driving to the movies <laughs> in case of the case <laughs> Wow. Right. And pretzel bites. You really want that... You really want that quesadilla. <laughs> See, at that point, <laughs> i got to weigh out. Would I rather have a quesadilla or be left the fuck alone? Oh, I'll take be left the fuck alone. <laughs> it's one thing if it's not an option that you can watch it at home. I get that, but you could just stay home. You could order Chipotle yeah, and to watch the, it. Taco Bell drive-thru or something and go back home. Yeah. <laughs> Tuffy knows. Their, their quesadillas are not nearly as good. Who, Chipotle? Mm-hmm. Uh, Taco Bell. <laughs> well, get Chipotle. You like that? Yeah. Your black yeah, beans and all that shit. Hey, <laughs> you know who does that pretzel bites? The grocery store. They taste the fucking thing. <laughs> throw them in the oven for like 11 minutes. It's dough and salt. They all taste the same. But you, you do no, you, man. Different. You do you. Go get that. Go get that Rona again. <laughs> Can't wait. Get the rotor. What time? What time is that? <laughs> uh, one o'clock. Mm, okay. Yeah, Nick and I are gonna watch it tomorrow at some point. We might have a conjuring a thon. Who knows? We have those all the time. Oh. No. Watch them all. The conjuring. Is this that? Uh, is, is this that Warren couple? The little... Yes. Oh yeah. Warren, Ed and Lorraine. Ed and Lorraine. Oh, Ed and Lorraine. Ed and Lorraine. Right. Ed and Lorraine. Yes. So, Try to do a conspiracy know, segment on them. <laughs> they're clearly up to stuff. Yeah, we, yeah, that, I, I, yeah. They I seem kind of fraudy. <laughs> yep. Yeah, they were kind of fraudy, um, from what I hear. And this one apparently is based on like an actual tough-y. court case, so I'm guessing they're going to make up a lot of shit. <laughs> Cause clearly yeah, because I read a review that said, like, <laughs> they changed a lot of facts around in this one. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. That's okay. I want you uh, for a horror movie. I'm not Toffee. trying to get a biopic. <laughs> Toffee, have you been watching anything? No. All right. Drove back to Michigan. <laughs> Drive back to Michigan now. <laughs> I've just been driving this week. So much Michigan. Oh, that's a lot of Michigan. A lot of Michigan. Hey, hey Toffee. I uh, have your office open a branch up there. Branch of Michigan. Uh, WWE made more releases this week. They cut six people. Uh, I guess the big name is Braun Strowman. Got cut. Yeah. Ruby Riot got cut. Your beloved yeah. Ruby Riot. So now no more Riot Squad. Yeah, I don't understand that at all. Uh, like she couldn't have been making that much money. I think. I think and... the problem is um, they now have. Rhea Ripley doing basically the same look and gimmick. So they're like, well, we have Rhea Ripley and we have uh, Ruby Riot. Guess Ruby's got to go. So they just cut Ruby. Our alliteration. Well, Rhea, Rhea Ripley's more of like a, you know, metal kind of uh, punk. Ruby Riot's more of like a fun yeah. punk. <laughs> also, yeah. the problem is they have a women's tag team championship, but they do nothing with the women's tag team division. Yes. So, like, the, yeah, they only one have of the about, best tag teams never even fights for the I, championship? 
they only have like four official teams, and then they just killed two of them because they also cut Lana, and Lana and Naomi yeah. were a team. That's also – why would you cut Lana? Uh, well, she's not a wrestler. I, you think they would be able to do something with her, though, make her a manager or something. But I guess they brought Eva Marie back, so that's kind of that slot, the good-looking lady who can't wrestle. So see you, Lana. <laughs> Bring in Eva Marie in. Is she still all red? Well, no. No, she's not all red everything anymore. Yeah. Oh, she, has, w- she has pink hair. Has regular color hair? Oh, pink. Oh, uh, she has pink, yeah. Look yeah. good. Yeah. pink, yeah. Yeah, she looks good. I mean, she always looks plasticky, but uh, it works for her. You know, she looks good plasticky. <laughs> what can you say? Um, well, who else did they... Uh, yeah, Braun Strowman. That's pretty stunning that they would just fire Alistair Braun Black. Strowman. I guess... Yeah, dude, this is the craziest one. Alistair Black. I can kind of get Braun Strowman. I can get Ruby <laughs> Ride. But Alistair Black, they were just... They just filmed all these vignettes with them for like weeks. They've been showing these vignettes. He just came out on yeah. SmackDown like last week at the end of the in the main event to attack Big E, and everyone was very excited for this new character he has. Like the internet was a buzz. Oh, Alistair Black, that's going to be awesome. He looks great. He got in really great shape. They invested all this time and money into it, and then they just cut him. <laughs> it just it makes no sense. It makes no sense. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, that just, that just shows you that the company oh, has no plans at all. They have no foresight or no long-term plans. They just go by the seat of their pants. They just, whatever feels Everybody good at the moment. Everybody's saying they're going to sell. They're, they're positioning themselves to sell the company or something. That's, that's the rumor, because they've also consolidated a lot of in, like uh, departments in the company, but then uh, a lot of key business people have said, no, they're not planning to sell. So, because the, the rumor was Disney was going to try and buy them. And, um, yeah. That would be the end of but, WWE uh, for me. <laughs> um, I mean, Disney didn't fuck up Marvel too much, right? So, <laughs> no, but it's not, not yet. Star Wars. Yeah. Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, Star, Star Wars. Wars is terrible. Oh. I don't, I, you know, I don't know. All right, we're going to take a break from the uh, wrestling discussion for a minute. Because, Tuffy, I wanted you on last week. Because that guy who made all those Star Wars movies came out and said they never had a plan for the film. How did you yeah. feel about that? Uh, I was not that? surprised because uh, you could <laughs> tell watching the movies. Yeah. <laughs> uh, didn't have a plan. I like that he said, yeah, maybe we should have had a plan in retrospect. It's like, you, you think, you fucking moron? <laughs> It didn't matter, though. You're investing how many hundreds of millions of dollars, and you don't have a plan? (laughs) Yeah, there you go. Oh, my God. Um, Like, what do you think Disney would have said, uh, hey, Marvel just laid out the plan for the next 15 movies they're going to release. What's your guys' plan for the three that you're going to (laughs) make? Yeah, that are all in the same Uh trilogy. Not even spinoffs, just how, these are the same story. What's yeah. the plan? Or how about same just characters. the next one? How about just, yeah. how about just the next one you're going to make? <laughs> yeah. Don't even worry about three. How about the next one? Any ideas? Any thoughts? <laughs> Anything? Um, uh, yeah. So, uh, Larry, how do you feel about Braun Strowman being fired? I was surprised by it. I really was. But then I heard like he was making a lot of money. I don't know. So I don't know if that's why. Yeah, that's what they say. He had a big contract. I also hear uh, he's been having a lot of injuries lately. 
And uh, so they never like when people get injured because that's tough. But uh, also, at some point, what they ruined them because they kept flipping them face and heel. And uh, like there yeah. was a brief window there for about four or five months where he was the most entertaining thing in WWE. Remember when he was flipping over cars and uh, throwing grappling hooks and, and putting rope oh, yeah, yeah, in like yeah. a stretcher and wheeling them off? Every week he was doing yeah. something awesome. And then they turned him face because he got so popular, people turned him, they turned him face and that ruined him. Uh, but I, I don't know. At some point, though, there's only so much you can do with a guy that big. Like, how many times can you have him wrestle Drew McIntyre and Lashley? You know, that's like they're pretty much the only two guys he can wrestle and look, you know, kind of like have it fit. And no one else is really big enough to fight him. So I, I can kind of get it, but uh, still surprising. Because yeah, he weird. just was in the main event at the last pay-per-view. <laughs> he was just in the main event. <laughs> so, oh, I don't know. And then B- Buddy Murphy, uh, again, really good in-ring worker, but they didn't know what to do with him, and he's not exactly super charismatic or great on the mic, So, but he's a hell of a wrestler. Um, and Santana Garrett, I know you guys don't know Santana Garrett, but she was never even on TV, but super good-looking lady. Um, she never really got a chance. She was always on the independent scene. She was down in NXT a little bit, but uh, it kind of makes sense that she got let go just because she was never being used. But uh, she's real good-looking. And she kind of like dressed like Wonder Woman a lot too, so it's always yeah. nice. Bad. But, um, yeah. uh, who else? Was there anyone else? I think that's it, right? Anna. Yeah, I don't think there was anybody else. Pretty correct. So I guess uh, I, like I don't know. Are Alexa Bliss and Liv Morgan still there? Yes. Yes, yeah. they're still there. Okay. And and now that Ruby Riot's gone, I guess that means Liv is going to get a singles push. So maybe they'll be seeing more Liv Morgan in coming weeks. Uh, or they'll just they'll just forget about her <laughs> and then fire her in a couple weeks. Are we? Are they, are they on Raw or and... SmackDown? I don't even know. Lives on SmackDown. Lives on SmackDown. Okay. Are we? Are there people at the Raws and SmackDowns yet? Or are they still doing those TVs? Not until July. Wow. I think July 16 is their first live event. Their in-person mm. event. Yeah, I, I didn't even watch Raw this week because uh, I figured Oscar wasn't going to be on, and I don't think she was. So, um, uh, I thought she it's, was, but it's I don't just remember. so bad. I she, she, I didn't see clips on Twitter or anything. It's just so bad. Like they just do the same shit every week, and they they, uh, they need to do something. <laughs> they need to fix something. Yeah. Well, this week Charlotte said she could beat Nikki Cross in one minute instead of two minutes. And then she didn't because it's like that a one-minute so match. Yeah, that is so dumb. I, I don't understand the purpose of that. A beat the clock challenge. Uh, we, I can beat Nikki Cross in two minutes. I can be, all it does is make Nikki Cross look terrible either way, even if she doesn't. Well, you know, Nikki Cross so has survived both of them. So. Yeah, but it's still just two minutes and one minute, so it's like big deal, you know? Yeah. At least they didn't have – but at least, yeah, at least they didn't have a pen Nikki. That would have been worse, but it still doesn't make her look good. She should be beating them within the two minutes to make it, you know, good. But uh, I don't know. Whatever. Um, hey, hey, Larry, I'm still watching old wrestling, you know. I fall asleep. Old WCW. Last night I watched the first uh, Halloween Havoc from 1989. Yeah. And, uh, the, the main event 
was uh, Ric Flair and Sting versus uh, the Great Muda and Terry Funk. And in oh, yeah. the, the Great Muda and, and Terry Funk's corner was Gary Hart. Do you remember that manager, Gary Hart? Because he was always uh, Great Muda's mm. manager. And uh, oh, gotta, he was great. Come up. Gary Hart was great. Bald guy with like a goatee and a mu- and mustache and goatee. And he was awesome. And uh, in Sting and uh, Ric Flair's corner was Ole Anderson. And each yeah. of the corner men had a towel. And the only way uh, the match yeah. would end is if someone threw it threw in the towel. And okay. they were fighting in the Thunderdome. Fighting in the Thunderdome. It was a giant cage with like a curved roof at the top. And it was supposed to be electrified. All right? The cage oh. was going to be electrified. But they had some sort of mishap at the beginning of the pay-per-view. And something, like before the match even started, um, something got caught on the cage and the electrical current set it on fire. So there was a fire oh. on top of the cage. <laughs> and there's guys up there trying to beat it out with like a, you know, like a blanket or a shirt or something. And the great Muda, in one of the greatest things I've ever seen, the great Muda climbed up the cage and put the fire out by spitting the green mist. Really? Awesome. <laughs> yes. That's pretty cool. It was so great. Uh, fucking Muda is awesome. Uh, Flair and uh, Sting, because Ole Anderson, oh, the referee, special referee was Bruno San Martino. So uh, they, they had Terry, Flair had Terry Funk in the figure four, and Sting kept going up to the top rope doing splashes onto Terry Funk. He did at least two or three. And uh, Gary Hart was coming into the ring to, like, break it up to, like, uh, just interfere. And Ole Anderson punched Gary Hart. And when Gary Hart fell down, he threw the towel in the air. And then Bruno uh, San Martino turned around and saw the towel on the ground, and he and he figured that Gary Hart threw it in, so he called for the bell and Sting and Flair won. Ah, oh, how so. convenient! It was pretty. Yeah, I do remember Gary awesome. Hart. Was, yeah, Gary, Gary Hart was great. Uh, yeah, I did like that dude. I, I, I guess forgot he, all about that guy. I think he. I think he also used to uh, manage the Missing Link. Do you remember the Missing Link? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Remember that guy? For sure. And the, I think the story is one time they got in a fight backstage. Missing Link like tried to fight Gary Hart, and Gary Hart always carried a shiv with him, and he sliced him open. <laughs> Yikes! <laughs> yeah, don't fuck, don't fuck with Gary Hart. <laughs> oh man! And uh, trying to think, I've also encountered a bunch of other weird wrestlers. Oh, but before I get into that, there was. Did you know Hulk Hogan when he went went to WCW? He actually wore black before he became the NWO Hollywood Hogan. I had no idea this happened, but there was a really? period where he was dressing in black because all, all his friends like turned on him and he was sad. So he was oh, he black. Was emo Hogan. <laughs> I guess I only saw huh. I only saw like the beginning of one pay per view where he was explaining this because he ripped off his black shirt and he's like no more black and he threw it in a garbage can. But I had no idea he ever wore black before the NWO stuff. That kind of cheapens the Hollywood Hogan thing, knowing that he wore black before that. Well, that's all right. (laughs) Couldn't cheapen it too much. We didn't remember it. (laughs) Well, I never saw it. Um, A couple other weird wrestlers who I'd never encountered before. I think there's a fellow named PM News. You've got to Google this guy. PM News. Again, I think that's what his name is, PM News. Maybe it's PN, but I think PM. It's PN. Uh, but he's a big fat guy who did a PN news. A big fat guy who did like a rapper gimmick. 
and he it's he's so terrible. But do you see his photo? He looks like it's so good. Yeah, I see it. Do you remember that guy at all? I no. No, I do not. No uh-huh. concept. Of There's another guy called Firebreaker. Firebreaker Chip. Firebreaker what? Chip. Fire. He, his gimmick was he was a fireman. Firebreaker Chip. <laughs> Never heard of him. Yeah. All right. Oh, God. Yeah. I don't know that guy. <laughs> and either. then there was a brief time where for a couple weeks they had a guy called Arachnaman. Oh, Arachnaman. Oh. And basically, he's ripping Ooh. off Spider-Man, but he was dressed—he was dressed in a yellow and purple outfit instead of red and blue. And that still wasn't oh, enough. Marvel, Marvel told WCW, "Hey, knock it off, or we're going to sue you." So they stopped immediately. <laughs> but he, so he's only around for two or three weeks. But that was Brad the, the guy Armstrong. In the suit was one of, yeah, the one of the Armstrong boys. That you know, that's uh, Road Dog's family, the Armstrongs. They Road yeah. Dog's one of them Armstrongs, but uh, yeah. So uh, yeah, Arachna man, good lord. Nineties WCW was wild, wild stuff. It was pretty yeah, cool. it was not good. <laughs> so, I don't know, but that's all I've been doing, just watching old wrestling. That's about yeah, it. That's good. That's something. So. Yeah. All right, are we done? So nothing else. No more things. I, Who's picking the movie done. for next week? I don't know. Oh yeah, well, Larry, are you going to be here next week or no? I'm no, I'm out. No. So I guess you cannot pick the movie. <laughs> so I, I guess that I'm means we revert Titanic. to Titanic. Or uh, I could try and get uh, Miles. We could we'll try and get Megaforce. I could bring Miles on. We could try and watch Megaforce next week. Or Tuffy, do you have something you want to watch? You can get Miles. Otherwise, I'll figure something <laughs> out. He'll be in Michigan. All right. Yeah, I'll let you know. We'll, we'll figure it out by by Tuesday or Wednesday. I'll send out a uh, provisional <laughs> pick if I find something, you know, All right. Monday or whatever. I mean, how long does it take you to look at your Amazon recommendations? Because that seems to be what you do. You just pick what is there. Yeah, I got one in my head, but I'm not sure if I have the title right, so I don't want to say it yet. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh, okay. Yeah, keep it a surprise. Mm. I got to go check Amazon Prime to see the right name. <laughs> well, there's one that's like uh, more of an action movie, one that's more sci-fi. I think that I got two of them looking at. So. Oh, all right. We'll see. Well, we'll get back. And I'll let you know about obedient worker too, but but maybe because I, I don't know. Remember, they kept saying there's going to be a big UFO report coming out this month, and I guess uh, I saw the New York Times and the Washington Post was talking about it a little bit today. That uh, what the government is going to say is that that the stuff that those Navy pilots saw, those Tic Tac UFOs that they saw, there's no evidence that they're alien technology or that they're alien, but they also cannot rule it out. So that's what the big report's going to say. Wow. There's no evidence that they're aliens. So basically aliens, it's... But they, they can't roll it out. It's the verbalization <laughs> of shrugging their shoulders. Exactly. <laughs> Probably <laughs> if, if, if there's ever a better representation of how the government works, there it is. <laughs> a, yeah, a big wow. report to just say, I don't know. 
<laughs> I'm not saying it's aliens. What do you I'm think? I'm not saying it's not. <laughs> we can't explain what it is, but there's no evidence that it's aliens. Yeah. I don't know. All right. So, there you go. We can maybe talk about that. Maybe the um, all right. And uh, so, Mackie's Clubhouse, you're all done now? It's over? We're done. Yeah, it's over. Yeah, the 94 episode will be up uh, next Wednesday. Okay. And uh, then that'll be it. Yeah. I am ready for the summer. <laughs> yeah, we already recorded. So. Yep, we're all done. Break time, Mike Dow. We're on a break, a hiatus. We're still trying to talk about ideas. Yeah. See, yeah, what, one more my thing boss came up with podcast. this idea the other day. She's like, because she, she knows Jank and I do Mackey's Clubhouse and all that shit, so she's been suggesting this and that, and she goes, you, you know what you should do? You should, you should you should find a show you want to watch, but only watch every other episode and then just kind of make up what happened <laughs> in the episode you didn't see. <laughs> well, I don't know. Like, I don't know if that'll You know work. what I mean? I think it'd be funny. <laughs> A lot of improv. It's gonna be a lot of potions and you know princesses and toads. <laughs> but try that with Larry. Game Ross, you don't like. Yeah, but you don't like coming up with like uh, notes for these terrible movies that we watch, or just coming up with content for this show. You're, you're gonna write episodes of TV shows every other week. No, I'm not write it. I just make it up. Just make it up as you're going. Just say the like the most absurd, obscure thing that pops into your Hilarious. head, and that's what happened. That's exactly what that J.J. Abrams did with Star Wars. They just made it up as they went. <laughs> yeah. Well, I understand yeah. this isn't, this isn't a trillion-dollar franchise we're running over here at Mackey's Clubhouse. <laughs> but it it's could just be. two dudes okay. doing something on a Wednesday afternoon. Could be. Um, but that's cool. Right, we, so don't have to, we don't have to have fun with it. <laughs> I mean, I mean, good luck to you. It just seems like a lot of work coming up really with new ideas yeah. every other week. No, it's there's, a there's lot no of work. new ideas. Try it. Like you watch episode three no, and then go, well, why do you think they were getting married? Like we, in episode one, they didn't even know each other, and it's like, oh, well, they went to <laughs> so, this, they went to this princess. Well, you know, most talk about that like, like previously on whatever <laughs> where they show clips from last episode. <laughs> well, you so that kind of covers Larry. Most of it. It, that's going to be really hard to do. I know you don't think it's going to be hard to do. It's going to be really hard to do to come up with stuff to talk about for 45 minutes to an hour every other week. Just off the top of your head. Look at this show. <laughs> this show. We never have any original <laughs> ideas. It's going to be really hard. <laughs> try it. Go ahead and try it. See if it works. No, 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 but I think no, by ep- no. no. By, but I think by episode four, you're going to be like, holy fuck, this is hard. This is really hard. I'm not saying it's not hard. <laughs> Yeah, uh, if we do you that, I'd say we pick hard. a show that's one season long. <laughs> yeah, we got to find a show. You literally though. just said it. I'm not. All right, are we done? I'm done. All right, so. <laughs> Baby Miles Watson next week. Uh, if not, Tuffy's going to pick something. Um, go to One Nine Books. You can't buy Mike Dell's book there, but there's other things to buy there. And... That's it. Pass the gin, Governor. <laughs>